Welcome Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Drip. Robbie is live Who's on Mastodon. Uh, Dwip, dwip. No, we are not live on Mastodon. We're not live on Truth Social. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Jarrett, you got that. I'm, I'm handing that off to you. Go ahead and get us live on Truth Social as well. But welcome to the Infinity Rose podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. We have a very special night for you tonight. We have, drumroll please, brrr, the 2024 Stanley Awards. Yay. No, no. It's 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 almost it's almost it's almost March. It's almost March. It is almost March. We finally got it together, but we did want to make a special exception to get Max on the podcast. So, without further ado, my name is Isaac Edlin. I'm gonna be your host tonight. But I mentioned that we have Max Mosier on with us tonight, who has uh, not been on the podcast for. Quite a while, Max. How you feeling about being back on the on the Infinity Bros podcast? Um, I'm I'm thankful. I'm just excited to be here. I look at this as a guest appearance now at this point. So I just am I'm just here to yeah. enjoy and uh, hoping Robbie uh, pulls some gems tonight uh, when he when he's opening some packs while we're streaming. So that's all I'm hoping for. There you go. Next up, he mentioned him. He is live on Drip right now doing card giveaways, uh, Magic the Gathering. So if you guys want some free drip that's kind of a nice little free drip free drip there you go even though it's not like real drip it's just like actual cards which is even better than drip free drip free drip robbie Sauter, who is has become our social media mogul um is live on drip and he is live with us on the podcast right now so welcome robbie i'm happy to be here uh uh if anyone wants to jump into the drip I'm live on Drip. Someone please let me know if they can hear me on Drip because I don't know. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. If I rip packs during over when Zane talks, uh, you're welcome. That's yeah. There you go. That's actually a great segue into uh, the person that we will spend probably the least amount of time on is Zane Ellis. <laughs> That's fair. That's warranted. Yeah. Moving I'm on. Just, uh, know, okay. Now screwed. next up we have uh, Jarrett Curtis on the Infinity Bros podcast. How are you doing, Jay? Oh my gosh. Hello. I'm doing fantastic. I uh, <laughs> got plenty of caffeine uh, pumping through my veins. I got to see Max's lovely face, so I'm ready to rock. That's all you needed. You didn't even need that pot of coffee that you just made at 7.45 p.m. You just needed to see Max. That's all. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. We're all We're all happy to see Max back on the podcast. So last but certainly not least, we have our... Good friend and dear Infinity Bro, Mark Jones. How are you doing, Mark? Doing great. Just Be- to let the body is so we're... looking fire tonight. May I Thanks. Add. It's, uh, it's mostly fire. Um, I do have to trim it up before elections happen. You guys don't know. You can go vote in your primary a week from Tuesday. So, Yeah, as a government official, Mark is all in on promoting voting. So there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually promote mail-in ballot. No need to go in anymore. <laughs> True. Good point. Mm-hmm. Vote from the comfort of your own home. That's even better. Yeah. Guys, better. we have a very special night for you tonight. We are going to be going through, finally, like Robbie said, 
our 2023 top TV shows, movies, Infinity Gems, and our Bob Kane Awards, which is the worst thing of 2023. Um, Robbie came up with that last year, and I think it's a fantastic category that we're going to continue. That it just fits. So it does. We it always does. have negative things, and it's Bob Kane's just, just that guy. Yep. Bob Kane, yeah, he was that guy. So, uh, yeah, welcome, everybody. We are so thankful that you guys have been supporting us through almost five years of the Infinity Bros podcast. In April, it will be five years, guys. Isn't that kind of wild? <laughs> five April 2nd. Of the Is it really five years? Podcast. Yeah. Wow. And wow. and not to mention the off-topic wow. gamers as well. I mean, like, we had another year or two of that before the Infinity Bros. But that's ancient history that we don't have to So, like, about. seven years of... Of the Infinity Bros. Off-topic gamers. Having bad opinions, yeah. Yeah, having bad opinions, yeah. I actually started going and adding the old off-topic gamers streams to the Patreon so you could, like, listen to them. Um, Oh, I love that. Go back and listen to those because there are some awful takes on those off-topic gamer streams, guys. Some of those early streams were pretty <laughs> pretty wild. and we, I mean, were, we had so much fun, though. We had so much fun. We were so distracted by playing Fortnite that we I feel like we barely ever got stuff done. <laughs> so, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. it was a time. For sure. But, once again, we are so thankful to you guys through five years. This would be episode 190 of the Infinity Bros pod will be episode 190 of the Infinity Bros podcast. Five years and almost 30,000 downloads, which is incredible yeah, and way more awesome. than I ever expected on this podcast. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for being a part of it and for supporting us through all of this. There's going to be a lot of changes coming up um, on the Infinity Bros, not like personnel wise necessarily, but Robbie's been just going ham on the Magic the Gathering content, and we're hoping to include some of that into the podcast as well. We have been with our um, Magic Monthly and other um, things and guests and things like that. But, yeah, more stuff happening. Go check out Drip. Robbie put that uh, link in the chat. If you guys check out that link, you can get some free um, credit toward buying stuff from Robbie on drip. Robbie is basically yeah. making this his full-time job. So uh, that's the dream. Uh, but the infinity bros is where it all started. So all through the infinity bros, through the power of the infinity bros, the power of the infinity bros. Wow. The power. Well guys, what do you think? Should we, should we get into the categories here? Let's start with all. What should we do first? TV or movies? Zane, you haven't spoken because I didn't let you. <laughs> TV or movies? <laughs> I was going to say, I just, you know, impatiently waiting my turn, you know, just having a blast over here. I don't know. My list goes movies first, so movies why first. not start with movies? Okay. All right. Let's check out the movies then. Uh, we are going to be doing our top six movies of 2023. We're going to go bottom to top. So start with our sixes, going all the way to number one. 
Uh, and we're going to be rotating as well through these first two categories. For our Infinity Gems, Bob Kane's will probably just go through the list so we don't take up so much time. But makes it a lot more dramatic if we tally all these up and come up with the number one official um, Stanley Award for the TV show and movie of 2023. So, Zane, since you chose, why don't you go ahead and go first with your number six 2023 all right. movie? My number six movie for 2023 was actually the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Yes. I very much enjoyed that movie way more than I thought I would. And so I thought it was a good spot slotted in at number six. Very nice. Uh, I'm just going to go on based on my Discord screen. So, Jarrett, what was your number six? My number six and... It actually, I forgot that this came out this summer, but uh, it was the Super Mario Bros. movie. Nice. I thought it was a great uh, family-friendly movie. I thought it was awesome for the kids. Um, I didn't see a lot of movies this last year, but um, that one was a good one. I don't think it hit all the notes that I wanted it to, but it was it was solid. So how many uh, kids' movies are g- going to be on your list this year, Jared? Uh, too many is the answer. <laughs> Because <laughs> I feel like last year it was like half. It was all list. kids. Yeah. yeah. At number one, we have Leo <laughs> currently. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, though, that's that's a solid one. So I agree with that one. Robbie, what was your number six? I know we said we're not doing honorable mentions, but my two honorable mentions were kids movies, Trolls Band Together and uh, Mar- the Mario movie. So just had to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there you go. <clears throat> um, my number six. And if this is on anyone else's list, I will be shocked. But my number six for the experience is Cocaine Bear. <laughs> nice. Cocaine Bear. Yeah, me and me, Zane and Robert, uh, an off-topic gamer, uh, went to Cocaine Bear. Uh, what was it? Was after the? Was it after the Army Navy game, Zane? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it was it was fantastic. It was great. Old of you to assume that's not Mark's number one. <laughs> the absolute. I, I would be shocked if that's on anyone else's list, but I enjoyed that movie. Was fun. Um, it was. It was stupid fun. Yeah, it was stupid fun. Um, but it was the experience. And then we came home and we watched Megan, which you know Megan also was fun. Megan was also in, also fun, but not as as memorable as Cocaine Bear. <laughs> All right, Cocaine Bear. That was one that I didn't see adding to the list, but here we are. So, uh, Max, what was your number six movie? I can promise you, Cocaine Bear is not on my list uh, at any point this this episode. Um, no, I'm I'm tagging along with Zane. I think Dungeons and Dragons really was a it's the surprise on my list of the six movies. Um, what I think I would add with what Zane would say though is uh, really criminally underrated. I think it was poor. I think it. I, I know it did okay, but I think it could have done better. And I, I really am bummed that it didn't do as well as it could have. And I think it's got a great spot um, for a franchise long term. I hope they consider it. But this is a great film. Um, and I'm Sarah and I have been trying to find a way to watch it because I've been like, you have to watch this movie. It's got on uh, um, Paramount Plus. I know. I'm. I've, we've just. It's just been timing. So just. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. She's, it's on her list. It's something I constantly am like, we have to watch this. Great movie. Um, awesome time. Awesome time. I'm with you, Zane. It's one of the discs I got on one of the last six discs I got on Netflix. I, <clears throat> Netflix let me keep, so they let you keep it. Oh, so, nice. 
How many? Yeah, they, they let, let me keep, keep like the, the last. Oh gosh, I think like ten D- Blu-rays. Dang! Wow, that's Dang. pretty sweet. And I knew they they told you that they were gonna whatever. They, it was like a random number, so like I just you know front loaded a bunch and they just sent them to me. So <laughs> nice. That's awesome. There you go, Mark. What's your number six? Uh, my number six is uh, Leo. A good, fun family <laughs> movie that we had Let's in go. Jones' house. If you want to, if you so you guys, Leo, you guys, you guys love that movie that on the podcast, so. dude. It was just guys. Like, I, it was great. It was great. I, dis- I, I could not stand. I love Adam Sandler, but I could not stand him doing that voice for an entire movie. We called it on the podcast, yeah. and we talked about how uh, it was me and Isaac the top big time. The we entire movie, I couldn't handle it. And I could not handle it. Watch Eight Crazy Nights, like that's yeah, it's the old guy voice. Yeah. yeah, it's the old man voice, which in little bits is fantastic. But for an entire movie, stab me in the eardrums. Like I, I just I couldn't do it. Yeah, it, it works in it works in Eight Crazy Nights, but it doesn't work in that. I I'm I, and I listened to that episode, Isaac and Jared. I I totally agreed with your assessment on that. Yeah, Leo. It has no business being a musical. Like the only reason it's no. a musical is because right. Adam Sandler said, "Let's make this a musical." Like you could cut out all of the musical numbers and it would be sure. basically the same movie. It's just, right. It's just weird, but it was it was pretty good though. Like despite all of that, like yeah. Again, if you want to hear a review, Jarrett and I went in depth and reviewed Leo. So there you go. Um, my number six is also the Super Mario Bros. movie. So ooh, getting some points. Another another check mark for Super Mario Bros. on that. Um, I'm keeping a current tab, so we'll we'll keep rolling. But I will at the very end we'll get everything all tallied up and we'll reveal the, um, you know the winner of the 2023. Is this that's what I kept going back and forth on? Is this the 2023 Stanleys because? Review correct those correct yeah. the 2024 yep. so previous the years yeah it's just like yeah, it's Academy, 2023 Academy award that's next because i i March kept going back and forth on my awards. promo stuff and i was like well, what should i call this i think i mostly did 2024 so sorry for for those of you who are really disappointed in that um <laughs> what stan lee's is this in our order is it the fifth one we've done i think because we did one or? as the off-topic gamers so this has got to be our mm-hmm. fifth one i think so that's what we should just start calling it. Like next True. year, just promote it as the Stanleys, you know, you sixth go. annual Stanleys. Yeah, then... good point. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. All right, next year, that's what we're gonna do. Um, okay, Zane, number five. What was your number five? All right, number five for me was Guardians of the Galaxy three. Pretty just self-explanatory, solid, fun movie. Great way to end that uh, franchise. Uh, so yeah, all around great movie. When you walked into the barber yesterday, did you say, give me the Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Like, how did that kind of go for you? Is it because of Absolutely. this movie? Like, what? Can you walk me through that? Yeah, I actually just held up a picture of Chris Pratt from that movie, and he was like, say less. <laughs> say less. I got, I got, I got you, dog. I got you. I like how Zane said Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and we all just nodded like, yep, we get it. We know. Yep. Just, no. No need to, you don't need yep. to explain yourself. You don't owe us an explanation. Yeah, yep. There you go. All right, Jarrett, number five. Um, my number five was most of your guys' number six, which is the Dungeon Dragons movie. Got my boy here representing. Um, I, I'm a huge D and D fan. I think I'm probably, uh, especially out of us six, I think I am the D and D guy. No. Um, and I was kind of no, nervous no, no, no. going into this because I feel like there's been a lot of like remakes and redos, 
and um, trying to capture on that nostalgia and falling flat. And so the fact that this did as well as it did and captured the feeling of like a fun one shot or a cool little D&D adventure um, kind of threw me for a loop. And even my wife, who is not nerdy at all, really enjoyed this. So, yeah, love that movie. Nice. Yeah, there you go. I'm surprised, honestly, with your passion for d and I'm surprised it's not a little bit higher. But I'm, that yeah, should speak to the rest of the movies on this list. True. Mm, Good point. Good point. Interesting. Right, Robbie, what was your number five? Uh, my number five is John Wick 4. John Wick 4. I'm surprised. I, I don't know if that's going to make anyone else's list because I, I thought it was going to be an early pick for some people. But John Wick 4 is just so much fun. The John Wick's this franchise is just so good. So John Wick 4 uh, sits at the number five on my list. Robbie, we just finished John Wick 2. We've been re- we've been working through those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, does it hold does it hold up? Like it, it, am I hearing you Dude. say like as somebody who's just starting to get into it, it just keeps going and it does it get better or, or does it stay the same? Like kind of give me that honestly, like Zane, yeah, I was gonna say it's a it's a it's, it's an upward trajectory. Like it would okay. be tough to it would be very tough to like watch the, all four of those and then make a top four list. That would, that would be, that would be hard. If I, I don't think it sounds like say, an episode of the Infinity Bros podcast. We might, we might, oh. we might get back <laughs> yeah. to that. I feel willing to discuss it. Cause my, my opinion is three kind of dips, but not like bad dips. It was just like, yeah, eh, for me and still good. Mm-hmm. But then four, yeah. you're like, Oh heck yeah, yeah we're, we're going off. The trajectory was so high up. It was so yeah. high up. And then three was like, Three was like a shelf almost. Yeah, kind of like and then code. and then four went up. Yeah, hmm. I love the continuous story. That's what's great about it. Right. Yeah. Haven't you guys seen the Continental on on Peacock? Because I haven't. I haven't. No, nope. my toes. I haven't watched it. Oh, well, I guess that won't be on the twenty any of our list for TV. <laughs> There it is. Yep. I guess not. There we go. Oh, bummer. bummer. Yeah. Um, oh no. Yeah. All right, Max. <laughs> what's your number five? Uh, my number five, I am going to go with the Marvels. Uh, I think this movie is criminally underrated. I, I think I'm willing to say this is the most underrated Marvel movie ever. Um, it, it's so good. It's so good the second time, the second, third, fourth time I've watched it. Um, the As first time, say, I will admit, I, I, I did walk away feeling like, oh, I could have had more. And I just think because of how I... I thought Miss Marvel was so bad. Miss Marvel is the worst Marvel thing ever made, in my opinion. Um, that I, I, I think that just carried over into the first my first showing. The Flurkin scene at the end of that movie is outrageous. Um, it's so good. It's hysterical. It's the hardest I've ever laughed at a Marvel movie. Um, yeah, the Marvels. I think it's great, and I hope they keep doing it. I think it's got one of the best post credit scenes in all of Marvel so far too. Um, I think it's a great movie, and I think people just like to hate on it uh, because of multiple different things. But um, yeah, great movie, The Marvels. It definitely didn't get, deserve all the hate that I got for sure. Yeah, I, I didn't. I would have agree. it on my list, but it's it's not a bad. Like people were initially saying, like, "Oh man, this is like bottom tier Marvel yeah. movie," and it's like, oh, no, it's a mid level Marvel is, movie. This is fun. This is a good time. I don't understand why people are just dogging it. It's just ridiculous yeah i would say it's a mid-level marvel movie which i think is a, a lot of marvel movies land there that's I think fine it was okay yeah. i don't think that's a bad assessment of it i think people no. just hated it because of other things going on in marvel not because that's of that movie right. yeah that's probably true that's fair mm-hmm. all right mark what's your number five my number five is the super mario bros movie another go. household favorite mm-hmm. 
Fun time. Moving on. Up. I'm excited Let's... for it. I'm moving, or I'm exciting, excited for them to cross over with the Avengers five movies. So <laughs> can't wait. Yeah. Mm. The Illumination wait. Uh, cinematic universe. That Super Smash Bros. <laughs> movie is going to slap. Dude, can't wait for like I was there the takeover for the king in the Marvel universe. <laughs> it's gonna be wild. Bowser King. Yeah, Bowser King. Bowser King. <laughs> Bowser King. Oh, I love that. Gosh. All right, my number five is Oppenheimer. It is. It was fantastic. I have it probably lower than a lot of your guys's, but I think that's same same what. Uh, was it was it Zane said that like it just speaks to how I view the rest of the movies on this list like it they're just phenomenal movies but Oppenheimer was incredible um I wish I would have caught in theaters I I had to I rented it and watched it at home later I th- I feel like that would have been a really good theater watch so maybe I would have scored it higher if I had seen it in theaters but just so you know I will never forgive you for mistaking me for Zane um <laughs> Just remember that for the future. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep that in the back back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Zane, you're up. I mean, Jared. I mean, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was uh, nice talking to you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have a good night. Everybody. This is going well. <laughs> That's a change uh, for the interview, bros. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four for me um, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. I very much enjoyed this movie more than I thought. It takes a little bit for the animation because I was like, I feel like they're just trying to copy uh, like Into the Spider-Verse and stuff too much, but they very much made it enough of its own thing and it works with what they did with that movie. And so, yeah, I I really like that movie. There you go. Nice. All right, Jarrett, you're up next. Yeah, uh, number four for me was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mayhem. Um, I was a little unsure about the animation at first. I felt like they were trying to do, uh, you know, into the Spider-Verse thing. But once I got used to that, I, I felt like it was a really good movie. So thank you for that amazing input. That's I was, I was just I hated that so much. <laughs> so, thank you. Wow. Well, wow. now actually, you're I, number four? how can I not refer to you as Zane now? It's just I feel like we have to. I think we have two Zanes now. <laughs> I wish I had Zane's hair. Let's be honest. Zane squared. Right. No, let's actually yeah. keep a different tally, though. That's number two of kids' movies on Jarrett's list. Um, okay. All right. That's fair um, enough. Robbie, number four. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 um, is in my number four spot. Such a good movie. Um, it's really hit home for a lot of people. It, it's, uh, it's very, very close to being the best Guardians movie. Number one still probably holds that spot for me personally, but I think it's up there. Um, but yeah, all around great movie. Definitely deserves a spot on the top six. Agreed. All right, Max. Number four. Oh my goodness, man. Thing closed, right? I was, I was roping it. Number four for me is Barbie. Um, this is an experience. Uh, Barbie was, was it the perfect movie? Absolutely not. Um, there are things that I would go back and change if I was writing it, but I, they're, they're, Barbie was so good and, and it really had no business being that good. And, um, yeah, I, I can't believe I'm putting it on my list if I'm being honest. I, I just think it's better than Mar than Marvel's and D and D. And that's the only reason I have it at four. Um, I don't think it's been a great year for movies and I haven't seen a ton. Also, I have seen more than the lit than 
what I think my list will look to people on the outside, but I just think Barbie was an experience. So yeah, Barbie, I I loved it. I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed our review of it. So, yeah, and the Barbie Oppenheimer just like social phenomenon was just... Barbenheimer? Barbenheimer just... I can't believe that Oppenheimer, a R-rated like history film, almost made a billion dollars. Like that is just so wild. Like I... And it, it like it benefited both films, I think, that yeah. you know, that both uh-huh. of them were on that same weekend, which beforehand you never would have said that, right? It's just it's just wild. It's crazy. It was an experience to go see both of those in the same weekend. Yeah, right? I yeah. Crazy. And I, I think that plays part of my decision to put it on my list. All right. Mark, what was your number four? My number four was Knock at the Cabin, an okay. M Night Shyamalan movie that okay. came out earlier this year. Mm. And, uh, that one was solid. Right up my alley. Like yeah. Um, what's his face? Dave Batista in that one was yep. really good. I I I knew he like could act, but that's the movie that I was like, oh dang, like this guy's this guy's good. <laughs> my number four is TMNT Mutant Mayhem. And, you know, I wasn't sure about the animation when I started. <laughs> no, <laughs> but this movie, was, this movie was <laughs> phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. We went to it in theaters. My kids have been like, I never watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles growing up, but my kids have been getting into it so much that we went to this as a family and it was an amazing experience. And you guys already mentioned that. They differentiate their art style from, you know, the Spider-Verse movies. It really is their own thing. And, wow, it is it is just a beautiful – it's like a beautiful work of art. Like, I love that it's so asymmetrical compared to, like, the Spider-Verse movies. Like, the Spider-Verse is just, like, just a beautiful – spectacle but it feels less clean yeah yeah less clean it's like yeah grungy and but it's still beautiful in its own sense so i i absolutely love that one that was my number four all right zane number three number three for me is oppenheimer solid movie just especially for like a historical piece like that just so informative and visually very very stunning visually so yeah copy that jared uh, I can't because my number three is Across the Spider-Verse. Um, I thought it was a beautiful Ooh. movie. I thought it was a great follow-up to the original. Um, this one did a lot for me, and I'm excited to see where they go from here. I actually watched this one with Max, and I was so mad walking out of that theater because <laughs> I'm just I'm ready for the next one. For real. Yeah, that was uh, Empire Strikes Back. Like I did not like Empire Strikes Back as a kid because of the yep. ending. And yeah. that was that moment where you just cut a, it cut off and you're like, wait, no, no, you can't end the movie there. You can't do yeah. that to me. But yeah, that was, that was phenomenal. All right, Robbie, what is your number three movie of 2023? My number three movie of 2023 is Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Outside of uh, kids movies that my children have decided to watch a thousand times, um, that's probably the newest movie I've watched the most. I just think it's such a fun ride. You can put it on in any mood you're in. Um, it's funny every single time. It's just a super enjoyable movie. Um, and, it, and it surprised the heck out of me how good it was. So 
that is my number three movie of the year. Very nice. All right, Max, what was yours? Oh my gosh, I did it again. Okay, <clears throat> Guardians of the Galaxy three. Here's where I'm gonna fight. Here's where I'm gonna kind of push back on the Guardians of the Galaxy three. I I think, I think Guardians of the Galaxy three is a top five Marvel movie of all time, and I I think it's really really good. And I, it could be, I, yeah, for sure. I, I just, I, well, I, I think it's, I think other people have it lower and I think I'm looking at some other movies that are being listed. I just don't think James Gunn's going to make a better movie than this probably in a long time. I hope he does with DC. I'm really pulling for him to pull b- way better content than this. This movie Superman, hits in all, baby. which would you say? Superman Legacy, baby. Yeah, I hope I would love it if Superman Legacy is better, right? I really, really want that. I just don't see it being possible. I think this movie hits it out of the park, and it, the expectations were significantly high in this film. Um, I think it was high for all three of the movies I have in my top three, and I think James Gunn crushed it. And I think, given the context of everything that happened with him, he deserves a higher recommendation, a higher recognition than he was getting, and. Um, I hope he gets something at the Oscars for this. I hope they throw him something, even if it's just like a side thing, like a little thing that doesn't like, like an Oscar that people don't think are that big. But yeah, I loved it. I think it's great. I cried every time I watched it. I, I don't know if I'll be able to not cry watching that movie. Very good movie. Very great film. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mark, what was your number three? Um, also, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That was that was my third. Marking up. And I don't think I cried as much as Max, but I do love it. I would say it's a top. I would probably put it in top ten. I don't know a top five. I was shocked though that you liked it so much, given the animal cruelty in it. I just knew yeah. that that was going to be a trigger for you and your wife, and I was just curious. Oh, I remember when I watched her. the first time, wondering okay. what you guys thought. Yeah. Was wasn't a fan. Kelly wasn't a fan of that, but you know, it's a good heart wrenching movie. Yeah, agreed. My number three is uh, hasn't been mentioned yet, so I'm thinking it might not be mentioned by anybody else. But Creed three, um, I was sleeper pick. Growing up, huge fan of the Rocky movies, and the Creed movies have been just phenomenal. Creed three is the best Creed movie. It's it's so stinking good, and it's everything you want in a sports like feel good movie. Um, Michael B. Jordan just kills it, and he directed this one too. Like he just he just knocked this one out of the park. Uh, everything. What about does anyone else knock it out of the park in that one? Did anyone does anyone else do any knocking out of the park or anything? <laughs> there's. I don't yeah. think Dave Bautista was there in that movie. There's. Oh, he wasn't. Okay, possible. he wasn't in that movie. Uh, we, won't, <laughs> we won't name any names, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a it's a phenomenal movie, and. Like again, like I said, the Creed movies were a great like spin-off or continuation of the Rocky movies, and this one is the best one of all of them. So I loved it. That was my number three pick. Going on to number two. For, for clarity too on that, Isaac, I loved that movie. I think I just can't put it above D D because of Jonathan Majors' deer. Mm. Can't do it. Yeah, I I understand so that. It would have it would have made my list. And normally I'm not somebody that's like, oh, this thing's happening in the background. Yeah, but the sucky thing is, I'll, I'm going to talk about him a little a later. Freaking good so, actor too. Like it's, Creed three was great. Creed three was great. Isaac, you're that's a great pick. Yep. All right. Anyways, uh, Zane, number two. Uh, number two for me is John Wick Chapter Four. Kind of like three is a state. Ah. Uh, John Wick movies just they keep going up. Kind of hit that plateau at third, but like four ends at such a high note um 
that they could end the series. It'd be sweet if they found a way to continue it, but like the way it ended, you could end it right there. And all four of those movies are fantastic. And so I very much enjoyed John Wick chapter four. So if Max, we, keep watching it. Dude, if, if, if John Wick wow. did what Fast and Furious is doing, I'd be all in because those movies are good. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. I said it. You heard me. Hey, Christopher Nolan himself said. loves those movies, Kay. I'm not going to have that bashing on those. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Christopher Nolan shoots a three. That's, it. That's it. all we need. That's the only <laughs> card I need. That's it. That's all I, I You're right. You're right, though. You're not wrong. A right. filmmaker loves Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> One single film. <laughs> Jared, what was your number two? <laughs> Uh, my number two was Guardians 3. I think for all the reasons that have been stated before, incredibly emotional film. I think this was James Gunn's uh, magnum opus. I think he knocked it out of the park. I think he really showed people like why he deserves to be respected. And, and obviously, like with the success of the newest Suicide Squad, we, we knew that he was a powerhouse. But I think this is the best work he's done so far. And honestly, some of the best Marvel work anyone's done so far. Um, yeah, it's just an emotional roller coaster and just a great way to cap off that trilogy. Yeah. Agreed. Robbie, number two. Number two is Across the Spider-Verse. It's it's impossible to keep that movie off your list. I assume that'll be a lot of people's number one or number two. Um the only negative, and I I don't even I don't I don't think I gave it a six because the only negative is I had no idea it was a part it was a two part movie. <laughs> There's so, so many completely, yeah. completely yep. caught off guard at the end. I was so upset. I was like, this is getting kind of long. I don't know if they have time to finish this. I was like, is there another hour of this movie? I, that made me a little upset, but the movie itself is still fantastic. Agreed. Max, number two. Oppenheimer. Um, yeah, I mean, we're all going to say something. I'm, just, I'm assuming, Robbie, that's his number one. Um yeah, Oppenheimer's dynamite, pun intended. Um, I I think it's really good. I really like. I really love what Christopher Nolan does in this. Um, I heard some people kind of giving the feedback of, oh, there wasn't enough showing of the explosion itself outside of the tests they did, and I I actually disagree. I think the I think Nolan did a great job keeping that stuff ambiguous and making the audience wonder. Really great movie. So much fun, and. Uh, yeah, I'm good for Christopher Nolan. Good on him. He loves Fast and the Furious. I love that too. So that's really cool about him. Max's new favorite director. He loves hard to fight. He's a good guy. He's Robbie's favorite it's, director, and so it's just it's hard to hear director. Robbie say that he doesn't like Fast and the Furious. I just wish he. It's it's amazing that my favorite director loves Fast and the Furious just like Max. That was a tough tough moment for really tough for the Robbie. Yeah, universe. yeah, that was that was tough. That was tough. I'm not gonna lie. That was a hard day for me. Fill this wall right there. All right, Mark. What was your number two? Uh, my number two is a Wes Anderson film called Asteroid City. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. You go. liked it? Okay. All right. Yeah, I, it was, you know, Wes Anderson's just right in my alley for, for movies. Really? Films, so. He's such a, it's such a hype that you have to like, to like to Wes Mark Anderson. To have some just wild movie that nobody art else has in film. God, art. He, he, <laughs> He's he's hit or miss for me, Mark. He has some good ones. I I, I can't go there with you on on this one, but I I, I respect that. I respect that play. Mm-hmm. Good for you, man. My number two is uh, hey. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, like Max, I balled my way through this one. Uh, it was phenomenal. Like the perfect ending to a trilogy of pretty amazing movies. Uh, that's 
I don't know, like, when you're comparing trilogies in the MCU, Guardians of the Galaxy's got to be in your top two. Like, if it's not, yeah. I think you probably are fooling yourself. Um, I, I still really, really like the first one. So I don't know. It's like right on the same level for me, but it's, it is in my top 10, um, MCU movies for sure. Like it's, it's a phenomenal movie. Um, the only thing that I think held me back from keeping it number one, which I mean, when you guys hear my number one, it's obvious, but, uh, I think there's so much interconnectivity in that one that like people watching it without a ton of knowledge of the MCU, they had to be so confused, like with Gamora from a different universe and like all of the stuff that the Guardians have been through. I mean, and it is like a third movie in a franchise. So like you're, you got to expect some of that. But like that was the one thing. And to me, it didn't bother me because obviously I love the Marvel movies and that franchise. But I, I thought back on it after watching it. I was like, that movie probably made zero sense to <laughs> anybody that's not a Marvel person. But it was so stinking good. I cried. I cried a lot in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tears. All right. Number one. What is your number one movie of 2023, Zane? My number one is Across the Spider-Verse. Like, it just yeah, but... solid. Kind of just took the... Uh, right. Just kind of took that bata- uh, baton from the first one. Just kept it going. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit of a shocker that it just ends in the middle and you're like, wait a second, this this how it's gonna stop, but it's it's so dang good. So good. Jarrett. Number one movie. My number one movie was Killers of the Flower Moon. Um I feel like if you know me, this is not shocking. This movie was it's a very hard story to tell, and I think I was nervous going into it as to how it would be done. And you walk out of the theater feeling like wrong and twisted inside. It's it's like, and I think that's the reaction that you should have to stories like this. I think it was beautifully done, amazingly filmed, acted phenomenally. And I, I think this was the best 2023 had to offer. I'm actually sure. surprised to hear you say that because you on multiple occasions kept saying that you had mixed feelings towards it. And I don't know if we ever actually got a full review out of you on it, but that is that is very interesting. I mean, obviously with your with your background and stuff like that, it, it totally makes sense. But um yeah, the mixed reviews kind of threw me for a loop there. So gotcha. All right. Robbie, what was your number one movie of twenty twenty three? Number one movie of twenty twenty three was Oppenheimer. Didn't have to even have to be a question. I said when the movie came out um, that it might be my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, which would top The Dark Knight, which is my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, my favorite comic book movie. So it's kind of convoluted. I don't really know exactly which one I like more. Um, Dark The Dark Knight's easier to rewatch for me, I will say that. Oppenheimer, though, is incredible start to finish. Um, the music and everything is so good. So that that is my easily my number one of the year. There you go, Oppenheimer. Max, what was your number one? It's a weak year for film. Um, I think other years, a lot of mo- a lot of these movies wouldn't have been on my list if I'm being honest. But this movie for sure would. And it's across the Spider Verse. Um, again, another another movie that had really high expectations from me and I think everybody on this show. 
And not only did they do better than the first one, they far exceeded it. And I think have really that third film, if it's bad or if it's mid is going to be a problem. Um, They've got to crush it. And I think the art in particular that just hasn't been said about this one, the art and the, the detail they've had to go behind the scenes. I mean, the final scene, apparently it was just revealed like this last week. Originally when they were showing that movie, it ended with, um, and spoiler alert for the movie at this point, if you haven't seen it, sorry, but it ended with Miles confronting the other Miles. It just ended there. There was no scene of gathering of these other Spider-Men and women. And that scene took, they had six weeks to make that whole scene. Um, I think the work that these artists did is really, uh, they deserve a ton more credit than they've gotten. I know they get a ton from the press, but um, uh, yeah. Disappointed that this want? film what, is... What more do you want from them? What, I want them to be a parade. I, 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 I've got your answer. They should be nominated for best film in the Oscars, and they're not, and that's a travesty. And I'll talk about that a little more later, but that is ridiculous. It'll never happen. It should. It should on this one. It should, but it'll just... Unfortunately, it'll never happen. I agree with you. All right, Mark. What was your number one movie of 2023? My number one movie should come as no surprise to any of you guys. And... It's a little film called Iron Claw. I. Oh yeah, I forgot about oh, Iron yeah, Claw. I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, right. that's right. I didn't see Iron Claw. It looked a story that uh, tells the story of the Von Erich family. It's the simplest way to. It's like you know Von Erichs are a big you know 60s, 70s, 80s, and early 90s, and their family's just full of tragedy and trauma. So, mm-hmm. it's all around <laughs> wrestling. So there it is. That does make sense with you, Mark, but makes sense also that the your top two movies are movies that didn't even make anybody else's lists. That's just that's a Mark thing. That's a, that's you very. How grand. much? How much I don't, is? Don't want to like, like I'm kicking the horse, but like you know, I watch so many movies. I'm I mean, at least you're not seen and just <laughs> you guys its lists. Hey, hey, Mark, how much of Zac Efron being shirtless uh, played into the ranking of this movie? Well, if we had more top ones, it would be even higher. So, <laughs> oh, if we had fair enough more top ones. All right, fair, fair enough. enough. And it's no surprise. Mark, I'll give it to you too. If, if you're going to put Asteroid City on this one, then you you go ahead and put that on number one. Sure. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Might you got you, you. You already. I think your number one is way no, actually, more understandable than I, number two. I take that back because he had Knock on the Cabin on there. That's three out of his six choices that didn't make mm. anybody else's lists. Yeah, okay. I saw Knock at the Leo Cabin. Leo wasn't either. I'm glad Mark liked it. Good for Mark. I can't believe you Leo guys made just want to be entertained, and I'm there to think. So you go You're cerebral. Get, get You're top cerebral mind. We get it. Chris Anderson, we get it. You don't get it. Hey, Oppenheimer came out this year. Across the Spider Verse came out this year. Barbie came out. The Iron Claw, number one this year. There's, There's no thinking in Oppenheimer, Bobby. Really. <laughs> he lights a tobacco pipe and yeah. <laughs> puts his top hat on and yeah, cracks out his copy of Old Man in the Sea. <laughs> oh gosh! And <laughs> mine is obviously no surprise. Mine is Across the Spider Verse. I thought this is what? the best movie I've seen in multiple years, probably since the first Spider Verse. Um, I still think Into the Spider Verse is my favorite, but this movie surpassed it visually. Absolutely. It is the, it is the most phenomenally visually, 
animated. Sorry, that came out really weird. It is the most yeah. phenomenal animated movie I have ever seen in my life. It is so Pretty beautiful. Um, it it deserves a nomination just for the animation alone, in my opinion. And then you throw the incredible story in there as well. This is an incredible <clears throat> movie. And, and I think because Into the Spider-Verse has the completed story with, with the Miles um, character development, that's still... Um, is my favorite movie of all time, but Across the Spider-Verse met and exceeded my very high expectations for this movie, which I think is pretty impressive of it. So, And with that, our number one movie that wins the Stan Lee Award for 2023 is Across the Spider-Verse by far. Wow. By over 10 points on our scoring wow. system. Okay. Oppenheimer was Wait. number two. Yeah. Or no, sorry. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was number oh. 2. Oppenheimer was 3. Wow. So wow. those are the only ones that scored <laughs> over 10 points. It's been a, it was a weird year for movies and I feel like I feel like there was a lot of movies that were very specific and for niche audiences. Right. Niche. You had your big like, yeah, Oppenheimer is your your Guardians, your yeah. Spider-Verse. Yeah, so there you go. That there you have it. The Infinity Bros award across the Spider-Verse as the best picture of 2023. <clears throat> All right. So, next category, we have TV shows. These are our only two solid ones because I feel like when we all became like dads, our gaming time minus Zane gaming time just went out the window yeah it's <laughs> so gone. our Absolutely. our gaming lists <clears throat> minus zane's zane can probably complete a full gaming list but all of us have barely played any new but, games uh, so i said before before we got on i was i looked through the list of new games from 2023 i didn't play a single one yeah not a single game not even spider-man you didn't play spider-man didn't play spider-man no Dude, I haven't even I haven't even I haven't even finished the fir- the Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, dude, I don't right. I don't Until I remember bro, talking to you about that. Dude, that's... I don't play any video games anymore. I was talking to Jess about that. I was like, I, I, I don't put any time into video games. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. So there I want is... I wish I could, but I just don't have the I don't no, have the draw anymore. No need to play new video games when you got Fortnite. Is that is that not a video? Is, wait, uh, is that not a video? Marks. Wait. I mean, the last year we did the video games, like all of us had like three video games that were yeah the current year, and the rest of them were just games that we had been playing. And Fortnite was on like everybody's like number one, basically. So I think we were just like, you know, we probably don't need to have that on there. But all right, guys, TV shows. Um, should we go opposite order on this one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mix it up a little bit. All right, here we go. TV shows for 2023. Um, so we'll go, we'll start with me then. Number six, I've got For All Mankind, season four. Little bit of a drop off Ooh. from season three, if I'm being honest, because last year it was my number one show. Um, mm-hmm. It was still a phenomenal season. I think there is some good TV on my list above this this year. So. That would be that would be why, but I don't know, Mark. You you'll have to comment on this one because I know you're probably the only one that's like up on it. But like old man, um, Kinnaman just didn't do it for me. I, I don't know why he was 
he was the weird part of that season for me. So I don't know. It was still phenomenal. Still a great season. Apple TV plus rocks. You need to get on Apple TV plus, especially since it has Monarch now. That's what I've been telling Zane this whole time. Like, Dane, you need to get on Monarch because that's like your jam. Monarch is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's so, not make it's spoiler alert, it's not making my list, but Monarch is a ton of fun. Yeah. So that is my number six. Uh Mark, what is your number six? Um just a comment on your four old mankind. Mm-hmm. Haven't watched the four season yet because okay. I'm rewatching with Kelly. So we can catch up with her. Alright, well tell um, me what you think of it when you do. I'm in the boat though that the series doesn't end until twenty twenty four, so is it a 24 movie? Because you wouldn't been able to finish the series until you got into the new year. I I feel like if if it started in 2023, yeah. it counts. I think I mean, the same thing. Invincible with technically Fett. hasn't even come out. Yeah. the part two. So right, that might be on somebody's list. I I don't know. Who knows? Oh, that's anyways. But my number six is going to be on no one else's list. No surprise. But this is a Netflix show. That my wife, my beautiful wife Kelly and I watch, and we just mm-hmm. crap on it. And there's three seasons of it, and the third season came out this year. It's called Sweet Magnolias. It is like set in like modern times, like in the South, and there is just stuff that goes on in this town that's just like this doesn't happen to real life. It it very much felt like writers like this must happen to real like people in L.A. Hollywood writers like this must <laughs> happen to people in the South. This is this is real life, and it's, it's great. It's a uh, it's almost like watching The Room with you guys, with my beautiful wife, Kelly. It's just chef's kiss. So, sweet so bad Interesting. it's just enjoyable is it, to watch type of thing. I was going to say, like, yeah, is it bad? Much. Like, because I've heard of bad. Sweet Magnolias. It's, 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 I think most people would say, like, it's done well, but there's just, like, the storyline, some of the characters who are just like, this is just too goofy, and th- this got okay. through, so. See, that's how I feel about, uh, like, Grey's Anatomy. Whenever Majeska is watching Grey's Anatomy, I'm always like, oh, who's cheating with who this week? Because that happens yeah. every single day in real life. And there's always this big <laughs> drama. Who's sleeping around? Like, that's why that's how I feel about Grey's Anatomy and all those type of shows. It's like, just this stuff isn't as crazy as you guys make it out to be. But I digress. Mark, how do you feel about Heart of Dixie? Just asking for the fans at home. I've never heard of her. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> huh, interesting. All right. Max. What was your number six TV show of 2023? I got into golf this year, and so uh, I took a shot at full swing, which tells um, some perspectives of real-life golfers, and I really enjoyed it. They're absolutely ridiculous. They're all overly – like it's the, it's kind of the opposite of Jarrett's number one pick for movies. It's just like the quantity of like weird – just just ego slash money is just it's like just a little too much. So it's almost like watching a soap opera. I'm going to call it a guilty pleasure because I got into got into golf a little bit. Um, I was horrified. I was impressed. And I learned that I'm really, really bad at golf more than my regular golf game uh, revealed to me. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go full swing at number six because uh, I just mm. think it deserves some type of mention on this without an honorable mention. I really thought my man was going to say, like, PGA Tour or something crazy like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> a sports channel. It's yeah. on Netflix. It is a show. It counts as a show. All right. And it talks about the it talks about the live and PGA stuff, too. So, like, I think yeah, yeah. there is a storyline in it, and it's interesting. And But honestly, I was a little more like, this is, like, ridiculous. But um, it was a good one. Fair enough. All right. Robbie, number six. 
I just want to piggyback on Max. That was actually interesting because that uh that NASCAR show. I don't know if that came out this year or last year, but that NASCAR show, there's it's just like that, but NASCAR on Netflix. What's that it show is. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but that show NASCAR is Netflix. also NASCAR. Just type in NASCAR on Netflix; it'll probably come up. But that full show speed. NASCAR full speed full speed. I'm sure, so that's show... watched it four times. That show and quarterback are both like they're good. It, they're they're doing good sports stuff on Netflix. All right, back Man, to my actual Netflix. list. <clears throat> Netflix must pay a lot of money to get those titles for their shows. Probably, yeah, a lot, lot of money. Probably. Are you mad that they're not sending you physical copies anymore? Is that why you want to take a shot at Netflix? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're burning <laughs> them down. Infinity Road versus Netflix. <laughs> All right, uh, my number six is What If. The What If series, I really love the What If series. Um, it's so much fun to me. So, what if uh, another solid season for them? I, I think it's hard. It's going to be hard for them to have a miss if they just follow what What If has already uh, established. So, what if is my number six? All right, there you go, uh, Jarrett. Number six. Number six for me was Ahsoka. Um, as a fan of Rebels, I really liked some of the stuff that they did here. I think it didn't hit as well as like some of the seasons of Mandalorian that I liked, but overall I thought it was a pretty good joyride. Um, I enjoyed seeing some of these characters in live action form and just a really solid TV series. I was actually really sad because I did not have Ahsoka or the Mandalorian season three, because that actually came out in 2023. If you guys can believe it, like it seems like so long ago now, but that, both of those didn't make my list this year. I was really sad about that because the Mandalorian, I think season one for sure was like unanimously our um, yeah. Stanley award for whatever year that was that came out just, man. Yes. Yeah, is sad that they were, and it, it does a little part plays into it of the decent shows that came out this year. But Another one is they just weren't as good as I was expecting them to be. So, unfortunately. All right, Zane, what was your number six? My number six, and Max can uh, go along with this one for me, is season two of From. If you guys aren't watching From, Mark you got to be watching Mark's From. watching From, too. Mark, Mark as well. From is so good. I have no idea what's happening in the show or what's going to be happening in the next season. But the season two of From, if you're not watching it, go watch it. I did watch season one. That show is fantastic. I have not watched season two yet, though. Yeah, I haven't gotten very good show either. But it's going to keep MGM it alive. It's the only thing that's going to keep MGM alive. It's literally the only thing worth paying for to have. Gonna MGM. Say, what it's else that the good. heck is on MGM yeah. that you would pay for? J Buck. J Buck uh, is all about MGM. All right, there you go. J Buck. So, all right, you're so paying salary number five. My number five is Gen V season one. It's the boys spinoff. And I'm going to tell you guys, I was not really expecting much from the show. I mean, I love the boys. I think the boys is phenomenal, but I was like, why is this necessary or needed? And it blew me away. It's, it's really good. If you guys are interested in the boys at all, you need to watch Gen V, especially because I, I'm pretty sure the boys season four is going to pick up where, Gen V left off, if I remember hearing that correctly. So it's a must-watch for for boys fans. So that is my number five. Mark, what you got for number five? Uh, my number five is also 
Gen V. Nice. I, you know, I didn't watch it right when it came out, so I was able to binge it with my beautiful wife, Kelly. We watched it together, and she, she even claimed, this is her quote, um, better than all the seasons of The Boys. Was her opinion of Gen V? Wow, yeah, I don't she, know. I don't know. But Gen V was Gen V's storyline well, right up her alley. So I don't know what it was. But that's a bold statement, college, Kelly. Like that's why she she just she couldn't yep, get she enough of the that, college that, aspect that, of it. Yeah, you crown boys won't get it, but like you know, you know I was a state school kid before, so <clears> you know, right. know what college. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> there you go, Max. What was yeah, your? I'm all in. Number five. My number five is for all mankind. Um, I completely echo everything you said earlier about it, Isaac. Um, I think the biggest problem with this is they're finally, I don't, this might be a spoiler to say, and I want people to watch this. Just certain characters aren't appearing as much as other characters have historically. What made the show really good was certain set of characters and like the stakes are high. People pass away and move on. Right. But I think I I think one particular character in the in the previous season, them being shifted off, uh, hurt this season a lot, and uh, yeah, I, it it just wasn't it just wasn't the 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 season the season finale that I'm used to at this show just what didn't hit. So it's usually a buildup, and I'm usually like, wow, I can't believe that happened. I really really like this show still, but it's the weakest season in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think like. This show is the most that I've felt like I need to watch the next episode since I watched Lost. Like, I would get done watching an episode and I'd be like, I I can't stop watching. I need to watch the next episode. And, and this season still had maybe a tiny bit of a factor. But, like, now that, and, you know, kind of spoilery. So, if you're really wanting to watch this, maybe skip ahead, like, 30 seconds. But, like... Now that the technology has advanced so far and the stakes aren't yeah. quite as high as far as like life and death and stuff like that, it just, I don't know, it lost some of its like intensity and it's more about the politics now, it seems like. And which is still like that part's still good, but it definitely isn't quite as intense as it has been the last seasons. But, anyways, you guys see what Jared was just drinking? Yeah, and he didn't bring any for any of us. Wait, did you bring enough for the class? Yeah. Did you, you suck the juice the out of the, the Kool Aid Jammer, bro? Did you <laughs> suck the juice out of sucking the juice out of the top? Is my favorite. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, uh, bun, bun, nice. bun board, bun board. Um, but I, I was just watching him drink that. I'm so jealous that he was drinking a Kool Aid Jammer on stream. The best that, part is, I don't. I think this is. I think this is actually my wife's. You stole um, it from your kids. Yeah, I was like, I don't have anything to drink, Dude, and I, I saw eat this. So many like, chicken nuggets these days, it is <laughs> absolutely what a time to be alive. Okay, right, Robbie, number five. Uh, my number five is Ted Lasso, the final chapter, the final season. I know, I don't. I see Max shaking his head already. I know people are were down on the last season. Um, it's still Ted Lasso. It's still good old Ted. Uh, I liked it. I know there's 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 some very weak episodes. I'll, I'll give it that, but I still felt the heart of that show, um, which is why I couldn't leave it off my list. So I had to put Ted Lasso season three or right season three or season four, the final season, whatever one it was yep. on the list. Season three, yeah, had to put it on the list. Scott Higa recommended that show to us. Thank the Lord for Scott Higa. 
<laughs> Without <laughs> Scott, none of us would be on Ted Lasso. You're, you're right. 100%. That's true. Without Scott, none of us might not even be in a numerous <clears throat> podcast. Who knows? Uh, not anymore. Probably not. <laughs> Cheer it. What was your number five? My number five was Echo. Um, we we just talked about it on the podcast. Um, I think Twice, it was a phenomenal actually. series. Twice, yeah. Um, I think it was well done. I wish there was a lot more that they... It's the same gripe we have with every Disney Plus show. I think they left a lot on the table, which is why it's not yeah. higher on the list. But I really enjoyed exactly. it for what it was. I think we can all agree every Disney Plus Marvel show should at least be 20 episodes, an hour and a half each. <laughs> and they would never get a complaint from us. That's probably absolutely true. right. I mean, if they could even just push less, 35 sure. minutes, it'd be all in. Just yeah, give I, more than 30 minutes. I, I think this might be the only time we can say this, Jarrett, but like, I, I firmly disagree on Echo. I think the thing, I, I think there's a different show written than what we got. That, I think they changed right. something behind the scenes. And I think when I watched it, I was like, wow, this is nowhere near where I thought we were going with it. Well, and, and the fact that it was five episodes released all at the same time, like there's just something different about it. And I, I think you might be right. Like they wrote a bunch more for it that they just mm-hmm. were like, you know, I don't, I don't know if we talked about that too. Right. Like, especially yeah. with yeah. Kingpin, I feel like they really rushed all that and it seemed so sloppy that they were like, Oh, surprise. Uh, he's yeah. Bye. I, it's tough. Just wanted I, off the table. Yeah. I'm glad it was good for you. I just like, yeah, I, I, it was interesting that the beginning scenes in every episode were totally like tremendous. And then yeah. I, I wanted to be there more than I wanted to be with echo. Similar thing to miss Marvel. No knock on the, on the actress. The actress is great. Yeah, for sure. Disappointing show, but yeah, I mean, and, and the Lake of Cox, I mean, she killed it. Like she did phenomenal, but yeah, just the show itself just didn't live up to. It was tough. Sometimes there were stretches too, where the, the just even the, the, the ASL just was like, Oh, this is, it's as hard for me, but I, I understand why they're doing it. I But it, I didn't think it would be as big of a factor for me as it was when I watched it. So. Max just showing his ableism over here, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, wow. yeah I can, I can hear, hear it. I can hear and talk, <laughs> and talk. You can do both <laughs> and see. All right, Zane, number five. Uh, number five for me is season three of The Mandalorian. Like, uh, it, not as good as like what we had from season one, but I still, it, it's Star Wars. I love Star Wars, and just the dynamic they had of um, Din and. Uh, Bo-Katan, like I, I love that. So, season three of Mandalorian. In that season, yeah. Yep, I really enjoyed that for sure. All right, moving on to number. My numbers are messed <laughs> up on here, but it's our number four is correct. No, is it fours? Yeah, four. Yeah, number, number four, number four. Um, my number four is Loki season two. Um, <laughs> this season was better than the original season of Loki. Elevated the show quite a bit in my opinion i i think this was probably the best season of marvel television maybe i should say marvel disney plus television because nothing will ever touch daredevil netflix but it was it was really stinking good so yeah this one um is number four on my list uh tom hiddleston wales i absolutely love owen wilson as mobius like great cast Ki Huan Koi was like a perfect uh, addition. Those guys could be the new Marvel trilogy for for all I care. Like that would be phenomenal. So there you go. My that's my number four. Mark, what was yours? 
My number four was uh, the same. Or what Zane's pick was for his five was Mandalorian season three. Um, kind of you know going back like is is that is this the end that we see them? Is it the end of just Mandalorian season? What what other stories can he tell? Is this some kind of on the main storyline? Still gonna be retconned. So I think Mandalorian um, did a good job, kind of just leaving it open ended. So yeah. all and in on Star Wars, though. Yeah, so we'll see what that where that brings us. Yeah, interesting. Max, what was your number four? Last of Us. I loved this. I really enjoyed this show. I think it's great. Um, where t te- where movies struggled this year, TV did not. Um, except for one that I'll talk about later. But uh, Last of Us was great, and uh, I'm I'm super thrilled, and uh, I I can't wait for the next season. And I really I'm actually thankful I never played the game. I really am thankful. I think that limited my expectations. I only really had one gripe with the whole show, and I think it's a great show. Really, really great show. What was your gripe? My gripe was the second. Was it second or third episode, Zane? Which one? Uh, yeah, the Frank episode. Zane, I think that was three. About. Yeah, Frank episode is too much. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I know. I know you're setting I, me up I, there, I, but it's not a big deal. I'll, <laughs> I'll say it. I'm I'm very vocal it, about it. Like, and I I. At the time, I thought that episode was phenomenal. I think it did divert the season more than it should have. Like they they totally took that whole episode to focus on that relationship, and it really just didn't need to happen. It just I don't know. It threw off the timing of the of the season. I think, but overall, holy moly, that show was so stinking good. Yeah, really good show. Really loved it. Robbie, what was your Number four. I know you're in the middle of a pack opening. No, you're good. My number four <laughs> is. Dripping right now. I'm dripping right now. My number four was Loki. Uh, Loki season two. I know all the thing with all the stuff with Jonathan Majors is whatever. It doesn't take away from how good Loki has been for Disney Plus. Um, it shows what we want from Disney Plus because obviously they've been kind of failing us with a lot of episodes there. So, but yeah, Loki is still the cream of the crop on Disney plus Jarrett was your number four. Uh, number four was a series that I got into this year because of a recommendation from Max, which was from uh, season two was phenomenal. This has been a ride from start to finish. I'm excited to see where they go from here. And I was genuinely surprised at how well written and how well acted this was that like this, this is one of the few releases that like, is killing me that it hasn't come out with the new season yet because I need to know what happens next. Are we at the point with From 2, everybody who's watched it, that we kind of want them to leave MGM and they get bought by Netflix or Amazon or some, or, or Apple? Oh, yeah. Somebody that just has a ton of money exactly. and just says Literally they, they, the they can bankroll can a big season? Is MGM Plus or whatever they have now? Right. I, I, I'm i kind of pulling for Amazon or Apple to get them. Yeah. I think they would just take it to the Netflix. Get on Amazon, Isaac, and just binge it all in a week. Yeah, you can get it done yeah. in one week on, Amazon, yeah. on Apple. Because right. it's literally the only show on that you need to watch. So, like, just get it a free trial, burn through it. That's all you need to do. I mean, I've heard glowing reviews from you guys for, like, the last two years. So, I feel like I probably need, to, not, probably need to watch it. And spoiler alert, we're not done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not There's done. <laughs> Uh, My number four is also The Last of Us. Um, Very well done. Very heavy. And it's like I played through the game. So granted, it's different perspective too. But 
so well done for what she had from the game. Um, yeah, especially towards you get to the end. It goes through that uh, the emotional rides that you still hit from playing the game. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I echo with Max on that gripe of that third episode. I think that became too much of the focus. Um, just kind of sidetracked the story a bit. But yeah, all, all in all, like if you don't want to play the game, at least watch the show. Because the show does a very good job of capturing what the game does. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to number three. My number three is Ted Lasso, season three. Um, I think this is definitely the weakest season of Ted Lasso. And if I didn't watch the last three episodes of this season, it wouldn't be on my list either. Because the last three episodes really make a comeback for this season in my mind. I, I absolutely really enjoyed the last few episodes and they wrapped up the show about as well as I could expect coming from the beginning of season three. So I, I was, I wouldn't even say slightly disappointed, um, but it was, didn't live up to my expectations of seasons (laughs) one and two. Um, But yeah, it was still phenomenal. Wrapped up a great show that like Ted Lasso's like top three show of all time for me, because the season wasn't as strong it probably is number three in my like favorite shows of all time. Like it could have been number one if this was a phenomenal season, which I mean, it was great, but it it wasn't as good as it could have been. So Ted Lasso season three is my number three. Mark, what was yours? Uh, My number three was star Wars rebels season five. I mean, Ahsoka. I mean, Uh, yeah, just another, like, where were these writers when they made the sequel trilogy? Like, like, you know, were they just, like, too timid to give, you know, Dave Filoni and John Favreau and the guys, like, the keys to the car and be like, you you guys got us. Sail us away. But Soka just knocked it out of the park for me, so that's number three. It's good stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Max, what was your number three? Number three, I don't know if it's going to be said by anybody else, but this is Jury Duty. Um, it's uh, from creators Lee Eisenberg and G. Stupnitsky. Jane Marsden, right? Marsden's in it. This is an unbelievable show. Uh, what they're able to accomplish and pull off on this guy, but also what makes this... It's a good show with that premise. What makes it an amazing show is the guy they chose. And how the whole way they're setting him up essentially to me, he gets so many opportunities to make a bad choice and he consistently makes the right choice. And it just, it's so good. Such a good show. I strongly recommend it for anybody. Um, yeah, I really appreciated the show. Uh, it's uh, Ronald Gladden or Gladen. I forget it. It was such a while ago that I've watched it, but um He's great, and they they do some weird, wacky things in this, um, but it, it holds up. Great show, Jury Duty. Awesome watch. Nice. Robbie, what was your number three? Number three is Gen V. Uh, such a good installment to the boys' universe. Um, and it was... It's, I, w- I was a little hesitant. I wasn't sure if it was going to be nearly as good as The Boys, which I thought, I think a lot of people might have gone into it feeling that. But man, it holds up. The Boys universe has 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 some good stuff going. So that's my number three for sure. I just 
I just I just enjoy that world so freaking much. It's what it's what DC DC should have just gone all in on the dark stuff right away and just done what Gen V and uh, the boys is doing, but they didn't, and that's why we're restarting every you know. And they 10 years. and the boys is proving they could have been funny, like they could have exactly. said R rated humor. You can be funny on the be opposite serious, of Marvel. You can have horror, like right. yeah, you can do. Each it of them yeah. could have done their own thing, and they wouldn't have hurt it's, each other. It's amazing what good writing can do. So yeah, Incredible. Gen V. Yeah, and and good good writing that is even better than the original writing, which I f- feel like is almost unheard of, and especially in the superhero like genre. Like, man, I've read a few single issues of the boys comic book, and it is it ain't so rough. It is not yeah. good. So, and I, like, again, I can't speak to the whole series because I haven't read the whole thing, but the few issues that I read was enough. <laughs> it, it wasn't good. So, Jarrett, what was your number three? My number three was uh, Reservation Dogs. This is a series that I've continued to enjoy. Um, I feel like the first season is still better, but it continues to provide a lot of joy to me and my family. Um I think the storyline is getting more serious and a little more real with some of the stuff that the kids have to deal with. So um, I continue to enjoy this probably way more than uh, most people do, but it's a phenomenal series. All right. Zane closes off with your number three. My number three is actually Twisted Metal. I was not expecting to enjoy the show as much as I did but I had a wild fun time watching it and I can't wait for season two. Dude. I love that show too. It didn't make my list, but like it was way mm-hmm. more fun than I expected it to be. It was, it was a blast. A real fun ride. I might say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could say that. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> moving on to number two. My number two is sorry. I lost my notes here. My number two is The Last of Us. Um, I just thought that show was phenomenal. And I played the first game. And how they were able to keep the same storyline and still do an incredible job of the storytelling. And, I mean, they stole some cinematography straight out of the game. Like, it was was really cool how they um, adapted the game into a, just a phenomenal TV show. Um, and in, obviously you have to have some kind of differences just filmmaking wise, but it just, it translated really well. I thought so. It, it was a phenomenal show. That is my number two. Mark, what was yours? Mine is also last of us. Uh, having also not played the game, but knew enough to be dangerous. What was going on? I thought it was great. Another thing where it's just like, I wish there was more episodes. Like, but they really, I think that's what they did good is they didn't fill it with a bunch of extra stuff. I think that's what made the series True. good, in my opinion. So, yeah. Max, what was your number two? Loki. I think the end of Loki really is just tremendous. And it, and Robbie, you said this earlier. It's like good writing can save you. And I think I'm, we'll talk about Marvel, I'm sure, as we go to. But like, just Marvel has had such a weird season this last three or four years, and Loki just like makes me believe that it's back. 
And so that ending really made me believe it's back. I know, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about majors a little bit later in my Bob Keynes, but like, I really thought they crushed it. It was a really tough assignment with that, that show. And I was curious how they'd end it. And I think with, and with quantum mania sucking, um, that was a really tough show and they really cr- like r- tremendous, tremendous show. Yeah. Yeah. They did a phenomenal job. And now like, looking back on it too like when loki was going on we didn't know the full picture of like what was going to happen with jonathan majors and then they i mean they almost like ended the show openly so that they didn't need to continue with him like that was the whole buzz is like oh are they writing him out of this and no it was it was a perfectly neutral ending but still something that was like whoa that was crazy and that to me was impressive that they could majors could get plugged right back in if they want. Um, but also he doesn't have to, they've, they've essentially written him out too. So I think that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. They did a phenomenal job with that. Robbie, what was your number two? My number two, before I say that, if I mess up and I like start talking to the drip stream while we're doing our normal stream, I apologize immensely. I, did I mess that up a few minutes ago? No? no. Okay. I, I saw that the no, green was on. I was like, I was like, wait. No, I just saw you were yell? literally showing a card to the thing, and so I mentioned it. But no, you I was so worried that I did that. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> good. Um, my number two, uh, sent me on a very long voyage. Um, it it it, it made me set sail. Some might say, my number two is One Piece, the One Piece show from Netflix. Um, was incredible. I loved it so much that I started watching the anime, which is which is it's a big investment to even start the anime because it's a thousand or eleven hundred plus episodes. Um, but I thought the I thought the the anime was or the the live action on Netflix was so well done that I was like, if this is as good as the live action can be, then the anime must be incredible. And the anime has so far through two hundred and. 69 episodes it is incredible so yeah if, if you haven't checked it out go check out the netflix uh one piece and then you're gonna go spend a whole lot of time watching the one piece show all right max has left the building so now is our time to say, so something about <laughs> right, Zane, say something bad about max all right say something bad about anime i got nothing he's got nothing okay. no jared jared no, say something bad about max quick quick before he comes um He's he's not he doesn't live in Montana. It's the only bad thing I can say about him. Wow. That's a plus. My bye. My bye. <laughs> Robbie, say oh wait, I got one. Quick, yeah. quick, quick. He's I got I got one. Oh, he, uh, he doesn't spread he doesn't spread democracy with the boys. Oh, yes, fast. It's even a, it's even a it's not even a free game, and he's still saying no. <laughs> True. Yeah, he doesn't, he pay really for doesn't it. like free game. I mean, uh, Jarrett, uh, what was your number three? <laughs> oh yeah, your number three, Jarrett. Um, number two, number two, my number three yeah, was. Number two. <laughs> Yeah, that's number two. My number two is Loki. Um, Obviously, like you guys have said, most of the stuff that needs to be said. I do got to give a shout out, though, because if you would have asked me a few years ago um, what I thought of Owen Wilson, I would have never said, like, an absolute powerhouse of an emotional actor. (laughs) Like, some of the best portrait. Like, dude absolutely killed it. And I'm not not memeing here. Like, the, the guy did phenomenal. And um, I, I think his portrayal of Morbius really 
or Mo- yeah, Mobius really. Uh, <laughs> that's the, that's Morbius. the yeah, sequel Morbius. we need. <laughs> Owen Wilson, Morbius. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my God. I you picked the white, <laughs> the blue pill, or the red pill. Um, Morbid just killed it. Absolutely killed done. It. All right, Zane, number two. All right, my number two is season two of The Bear. If you guys haven't been watching Let's The Bear, go. fantastic show. Um, and the biggest highlight for season two for me is watching the character growth of Richie. That alone is almost what sells season two so much. And also now he's gonna be our uh, Ben Grimm. The he's thing. our thing. Yeah, so let's go. Let's go. Uh, awesome. Go watch that. Phenomenal. He's that thing. He's the thing. I mean, we're moving right in on to number one TV show of 2023. My number one show is The Bear. I oh. love that show. It is so stinking good. And hey, I Jared. actually had not watched any of it up until this year. So I binged all three seasons this year. <laughs> Holy moly, guys, that show is so good, and I cannot wait for so another season of it. So, uh, yeah, that's my number one show of 2023. Mark, what have is you, yours? Have, have you watched it with, I'm sorry, what, have you watched it with Holly? She watched a few episodes yeah. with me. She didn't watch the whole show with me, but she, mm. she like, I wanted her to watch episodes with me because, obviously, she she went to culinary school. She's uh, yeah. just I was involved curious on her and she she yeah. says it's like very accurate to what a, like a professional kitchen is like just people yelling at each other just like high stress levels you know that okay mm-hmm. that um what is it the five fishes or seven fishes episode or whatever the family episode they had that's like the most anxious i think i've ever felt watching a tv show in my whole life that like as a midwestern minnesotan who does not like conflict walking into that family gathering would have been my nightmare. I would have probably just turned around and walked right out of there. Honestly, it was, Oh my gosh, that was just crazy. But yeah, that show is phenomenal. Can't wait for more. Continue. Sorry, Mark. I, I just yeah, my, I, well, that's been said I wanted. There it is. There you that's, go. that's art right there. Yeah, uh, my number one is Loki Arc. season two. We got basically Loki turned into like the most powerful being in the universe, and it's all probably part of Kang's plan or someone's plan to keep him out. Somebody's plan. of his, uh, you know, dealings. And it's also sad that like he goes through all this pain to like rectify the you know the multiverse in a sense, and Sylvie just gets off scot free with no remorse towards anything. That's what really irked me. But hopefully Loki gets redeemed. Hopefully Loki and Thor meet up again and they both can be happy, but that's probably not what's going to happen. But Loki season two, chef's kiss. So mm-hmm. they're bringing Sylvie back, right? Like, I just don't think, I don't think she's done yet. I don't think her story yeah, is done being told. Mark, a character not to bring back at some point. Yeah, but I they bring her back. Like... Should they bring her back just to kill uh, Jonathan Majors again? And it just, yeah, sticks baby. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. Or like, that time it sticks. It'll work somehow. All in. Have her have her nuke the the council of Kangs. Yeah, <laughs> and it just great. it just he said, "Oh, well, that was easy." It just no other consequences. He's just gone. What were you saying, Mark? Like kind of like in What If the first season where they get uh, Doctor Strange, like puts uh, uh, Zoloff and the other guy. Oh yeah, um, stuck in that like you know mm-hmm. never never oh. ending trap. 
yeah, it's like right. that with Sylvie and King. <laughs> Destined to do this forever. All right, mm-hmm. Max, what was your number one show of 2023? It's from. It's so good. Can't wait. I'm on the edge of my seat. I do need to watch The Bear. I apologize for not having this even on my list. I, I've. It's on my list to go watch, and I. Everybody tells me I should check it out. Um, from is just. Harold Perrineau's best work. I think this is the opportunity for the writers because there's a lot of writers and directors. Jack Bender is a director. Um, who They all did Lost. I think this is their chance to get some things right that they got wrong with Lost. And I've kind of said that from day one with this show. So as a huge Lost fan, I'm really pulling for From to just nail it. Um, the season two f- season finale is one of the best season finales ever in all of television and I'm not being, I'm not being hyperbolic with that. I I think it's so crazy in that final scene. I'm still like, what on earth is going to happen? Um, so good. It is a true horror show too. And for me, people who know me, the reason I think you should watch from is I don't like horror. It's not my genre and from still somehow makes it work for me. Um, so awesome show. Cannot tell it. That was wild when, Go piggybacking off what Max just said. He recommended this to me and told me basically that like it's a horror mo- show. I'm like, this must be good if you're recommending it because you hate horror movies so or and shows. So I mean, the first scene in the first and episode is the little yeah. girl. Yeah, it, and it's, it's not like it's, it's not brutal. like a light. It's not like a light like nope. horror. Like it's, it's not legit scary every single episode. That's good. Zane and I, I mean, every time when that season finale came out, Zane, we had a good text chain over that. That was a lot of conversation around that. A lot of conversation. So good. Now I have to watch it. I mean, I I was going to watch it before, but now I got to. The first season was free on Prime for a while. I don't know if it still is, but that's where I watched it. Check it out. Robbie, you're up. Number one. Number one is The Last of Us. Uh, Pedro Pascal owned the universe for a good two months of 2023, um, and all thanks to The Last of Us and his Five Guys video that we actually had that actually did really well. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go. The Last of Us uh, is incredible. I can't wait for season two. Um, I haven't played the second game, but I have had it spoiled, so I'm not looking forward to that if that's the way they want to go with it. Uh, minor spoilers if you have any clue what I'm talking about, but yeah, The Last of Us season one is my number one show of the year. What do you think? Just like pulled the rug out from everybody and just yeah. went a totally different direction. With they five. would. That was. I, that's my question. Dude, do you think, I think they'll do they that? Would, no, because I think that would piss off more people. I don't think. I think they're going to stick with what the games are doing. Oh, man, they're going to have to adapt oh, because they're going to get ahead of the games. So. These right. studios like making money and having Pedro Pascal in your show for longevity, you know, makes you more money. That's yeah. True. yeah, you're right. Spoilers. You're Money's right. more important than fanfare. <laughs> if what we've learned, isn't it? But isn't it wild though that like you can like you can have Pedro Pascal on your show and like put a helmet on him and he never takes it off and the show still does well. Like you can you can leave your, no like you can leave the set anymore. No, no, no. I, I'm getting into something else here. You can you can leave your helmet on. Like you can just leave your helmet on. Like you didn't have to take your helmet off. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have heard of this 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 other show called Halo, um, where the guy does not leave his helmet on, where the Matt, where where the main character's Wait, so main, uh, main thing is, your one is show? to keep his. Is that what you're saying? I'll I'll, I'll quit this podcast right now. 
<clears throat> yeah, but how do you know it's Pablo Schreiber playing Master Chief if he doesn't take his helmet off? I didn't that know could... who that was before Halo came out. <laughs> and I still don't know who that is. You don't, you don't know that that's uh, Peter the Pascal lesser. under there in He's Mandalorian? And it I doesn't mean, matter. It's crazy. Of the time, it's not him. So. It could have been, been Jared the whole time. So, yeah, <laughs> just, just, just throwing that out there. The Last of Us, incredible. Pedro Pascal, incredible. Yeah. Mandalorian th- Season 3, not as incredible. Because right. he had his helmet off. Thank you, probably. thank you for all that wonderful insight, Robbie. Jared, You're welcome. What was your number one? I love this unhinged rant that we sent. <laughs> this journey that we sent Robbie on. Um, my number one was also the bear. Um, I think I was the one that introduced this to most of you guys. I love this series so much. No, I'm pretty sure that was Scott. I'm pretty it was sure probably Scott. Scott. <laughs> it was probably Scott. I'm pretty sure it's Scott. Uh, hey, Scott. This series is phenomenal. I think the seasons just continue to get better. I really did not expect the side stories that we got. Um, you, you really came to like know and love all the side characters in this one, which was phenomenal and, and hard to do really hard to pull off uh, that their stories matter as much, if not more than the the main character. Um, I will say it, it, it did not help my man crush on Will Poulter to watch him absolutely kill it in the kitchen. Um, so yeah, just a phenomenal mm-hmm. season. Yeah. All right, Zane. It's up to you. There's actually, okay, before we say anything, there's actually a tie for first place right now. So we'll see if Zane gets to break that tie. What is your number one show of 2023, Zane? I doubt it's going to break that tie. But my number one is Ahsoka. Um, I love Ahsoka. I was going to say, it's not going to break the tie. No, (laughs) No. my number one was Ahsoka um, simply because it was what I imagined, or it captures so well what we had from Rebels, bring it to live action. And I thought it did such a good job of that, and it met my expectations of what I wanted to see from that show. Um, Balen Skull and Shin Hadi are fantastic. R.I.P. Ray Stevenson. I wish we could have gotten more from that character. Um, but yeah, just that show, it met my expectations, and that's why it's number one for me. Literally, they should cast Leap Shriver to redo his role because they have similar acting styles, and it could they could make it work. I'd be down. That's I mean, some, like, his story was so focused and, and important to that season that I, I would be very surprised if they didn't mm-hmm. recast him. So, yeah. It's, and I love that character, too. Just so sad. But, yeah. All right. Well, then, we have a tie for the 2023 Stanley Award for Best Ooh. TV Show. Between Loki and The Last of Us. Loki Season 2 and The Last of Us. So, hmm. all right. Do we break this tie or do we just leave it at that? Do we just say there's a tie? Did we, did we, did we have, didn't we have a tie last year? What did we do? I don't remember. Should we have the? Should we have anybody that's... We got to know where to leave them tied. Leave them we got to know where to ship the trophies. Yeah. <laughs> this group's been good at giving ties to champions, so... <laughs> that's a fantasy football joke. Phenomenal. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's a deep. No one get no one gets that but us. Our so only five of us. Last of us, <laughs> tied for number one. The bear uh, is five points behind both of those for technically number three, I guess. Um, and yeah, none of none of the other shows are close. So that's that's it for our Infinity Bros TV show of 2023. The Stanley Award goes to. The Last of Us and Loki. Uh, so they're both standing on the podium together, like fighting over the 
trophy right yeah. now. Um, so that's, that's our cute. TV shows. Um, let us know what you guys think, what your favorite TV shows were of 2023 in the comments. We've got two other categories to go here, but uh, first of all, Robbie, you got any uh, cool drip things that you're doing right now? Uh, just doing a drip giveaway uh, on, on on polls. So how polls work is it's a random sort of cards. There's a few big hitters in there, like 30, $20 to $30 of hits. Um, so that's a giveaway there. If you hit under, you get two pulls. If you hit even, you get an extra free pull. Also have like sales going on, but this is just kind of in the background chilling. If anyone's looking to get some cards, what's your best? What's your best uh, card in the poll pile right now? Well, uh, right now it's old knobbone. Old knobbone would be the best uh, pull if you were to get you a get you a big dragon. And I advertise as well since we're we're at the halfway point, probably more the two thirds point. Those are the the big categories. But um, I've got some merch to give away as well. We've got. A, I have. I also do have one other big giveaway. I, I have planned to. So on drip or for on drip. Yeah. On drip. You want me to plug that? Sure. Go for it, man. So the big giveaway is not this play mat, but the play mat underneath it. Which is the same playmat without the sparkles. <laughs> so that's going to be, once we start our last category, that'll go on, right that'll be on the giveaway. So, so yeah, okay. So once we start our last category, I'll make sure to leave some space for the start of that giveaway. You got to stick go around. To that link that I just put in chat and go check out Robbie on Drip. Um, and then we also have a merch giveaway for an Infinity Bros baseball cap. Um, got a couple extra ones here, so... Whoever comments, um, let's see. We gotta we gotta come up with some kind of comment in the chat that people can do. Let's say, what love song would you sing Zane to serenade him? Love oh song God. to serenade Zane in the this. chat to win a it's... Infinity Bros baseball cap. I'll I'll uh, announce that one at the very it's end. Regan already. It's, no, Regan already. Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That's the song you got to sing to him. <laughs> yeah, Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh wow, yes. that actually might get Zane going. Yes. <laughs> Little Gordon Lightfoot, absolutely. Sign me up. That might do it. Um, right. Regan right. Dvorak so already put something Just... in chat. He said, "What is love?" So, what do you think, Zane? Baby, that... okay. don't hurt me. I mean, that's, hey, Ray. Solid one. <clears throat> he was wondering what kind of uh, gum Max was chewing. Yes, also that. What kind of gum, Max? We're Wait, can we, should we all we guess? We got the uh, guess. Ice Cube Spearmint Icebreakers tonight. Oh, oh those man. are good. Very nice. We like those. Right. We like that. We like that's that. We like ASMR those. We take those. Smacking is really doing that for me. All right, guys. Two more sure, categories left. Number one is Infinity Gems. So we came up with this category because of the problems that we had mentioned earlier with us. Um, having families and not being able to game very much. Infinity Gems is literally a category for anything that you liked in 2023 that is not a TV show or a movie. Can I make one suggestion? Because we did this last year and it, it did not work out well. Okay. We ended on Bob Kane's last year and it <laughs> killed the mood. <laughs> so okay, do we want to do Bob Kane's right end now? on Infinity Gems. Yeah. Okay. Good call. Good call. Bob Kane's. Right. And also, That's are fair. we going to read them all now? Because yeah. we're... Yeah, we're not going to go we, person we, by person. Every year we get to this point, we're like, are we going to... We got to hurry up. Zane, Zane, shut up. Just tell us all six of you. <laughs> no, no, Yeah, so we're going to give... Like, each each Infinity Row is going to give their whole list um, in these okay. last two categories. So... Uh, Bob Kane's. So this is the category of the things that sucked in 2023 that we did not like. So, is there a, is there a maximum number on this? Um, I mean, I would say six. six 
because that's <laughs> kind of our our thing. Robbie's just oh, got a list of like eighty of things. I'll just I'll just put all Robbie's these into got, one you know, file Ryan here. My gears. He's got a note in his. Phone How many movies of DC released this year? Okay. <laughs> he's like chapter one, Jared's bald spot. Chapter two, <laughs> chapter one, chapter one. Let me scroll to the bottom. Uh, Leathernator says "One Kiss" yeah. by D- Duolipia. So there you go. Oh. I don't know how that song goes. I don't, I don't, I don't I know mean, any Duolipia. Yeah. I would have to hear that. Song. Jared, sing it for us. Imagine pretending like you don't know international pop star Duolipia. Couldn't be me. Yep. Some people in this group didn't know who Ice Spice was, so you know. Just I didn't know who Ice Spice was. She was just hanging out with Taylor Swift. Does she do music? Is she what is? She's a Spice yeah, Girl. She stuff. She's... You're asking the wrong crowd, dog. That was not a Spice Girl. <laughs> She's not a Spice Girl. Ice Spice is not a Spice Girl. I know she that. literally has Spice in her name. She's yeah. a Spice Girl. They grow up. Grow up. I, grow up. So no one, still, no one still. Also, what was her sister? Still, no one is going to answer who, who Ice Spice is and what she does. I, I, I don't get it. I don't know. That part's not important. The, the wrong <laughs> it's need to know, apparently. I guess this. I point. got, I got, I got attacked when I said I don't know who that is. She's taking hands. She's shaking hands with a uh, with with Jason Kelsey, and I was well, jealous. This will be, yeah, my bad thing for twenty twenty four. Robbie doesn't know who Ice Spice is. I have a whole Mark's year to learn. Starting off his list, so go ahead, Mark, with your five okay. since that was your honorable mention. Oh, I'm assuming, okay. or is that number one? No, for next year. No, that was my next year's. Oh, for next year's. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. That did happen in 2024. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'll start. My my Bob Canes are in in this order. Um, very niche complaint for number six. Uh, the third, the the last in the trilogy of the Magic Mike movies, Last Dance, <laughs> awful, just purely awful. All right. Awful it was. I was what really concerned. I wasn't sure where that was going to land for you, so I'm happy you. Uh, I'm happy you yeah, cleared that well, up. Just skip it in the trilogy. It's a skippable movie. Thank you so much for this. Good to know. So this really so, caps so, my so, watch number one. Triple XL or whatever it's called. So watch number one and number two. Do not watch number three. Got it. Number, number three, they go overseas and it's just, it's not worth it. It's no Return of the King is what you're saying. Cor- correct. It, it doesn't okay. hold anything up to Return of the King. Not, <laughs> Good to know. I mean, he does take a it's shot. Like, it's more like Battle Battle of Five Armies. Is, that's oh what we're saying. Gosh. Anyway, so my oh, number five. Oh. Real is, pitch um, perfect arc on that one. You know, starts off strong yeah. and then, yeah. I just nosed, nosedived right, right into the asphalt after when three started. Oh, okay, moving on. Number five, uh, also total, <clears> most of you probably don't care. Maybe Zane, maybe a little bit of Robbie. Um, how CM Punk handled his business with AEW this year just like just gave me a sour taste for that guy as a person. And I've lost business. all respect for CM Punk. I used to like him. Don't I don't respect him yeah. at all anymore. And, and granted, maybe we don't know everything that happened in the background, but just how it was on the internet and what was publicized, it's just it's like okay, this dude like literally is trying to get fired and being able to just jump ship right away. Anyways, uh, my number four is Funko. Trashing thirty million dollars in product earlier this year, I thought Ooh, was wild. I that that's about just, that. Here, here's your tax write-off. We're just going <laughs> to trash all this this content versus trying to sell it really cheap. Like I just don't know how you still don't make a profit from that, even if you sold it extremely cheap in bulk. Um, my number three is the Flash movie being released, and we don't get the Batgirl movie, which was probably more polished. Super upset with these old DC, you no know, decisions on that. 
Uh, my number two is that Titan sub accident. This is more of a grander scheme things where we were just told by the media that oh we're still searching for them and it comes out like a few weeks later. It's like nope, yeah the navy knew it blew up like the day it happened, but you know we had other stuff we had to cover up. So you know there that. it is. I love that that's on Mark's list. Are we surprised this is, by well, that? This is an incredible it's list. True. Mark. It's this real. list is it's incredible. Real, real thing that happened. They literally like for three days were like hopefully there's enough air for Titan, and then like after all this settled down, like oh yeah the navy knew this thing blew up and everyone was dead the day it happened. Anyways, moving on. Um. Oh. My number one thing, I'm sure all of you know what it is. I literally lost my rental service of Netflix DVD. Netflix decided to pull the plug on that. They apparently don't care about us as consumers. I don't see any new movies as frequently as I used to. So my, you know, top movie thing is going to probably suck in 2024. I'm sorry ahead of time. Um, So my number one is... Netflix removing their DVD rentals. I love that there's like, there's war in the Middle East... Uh, there's big WWE news, like a massive thing that happened, and dude's like, okay. Netflix, stop giving me DVDs. Yeah. And by, oh, so, and did you hear funny, about Netflix? Yeah. So, funny you said that, Jared, about all the wars happening, so I like went to like Wikipedia to see events in 2023, I'm like, holy crap, there is yeah, so dog. much war across our world. Have a good year. Why the hell are we even doing stuff like this? But here we are. Yeah. So, I, was like, I was like, literally, literally had a moment of like, oh, what am I doing yeah. with my life? There's no point because of all the sh- oh. crap that's happening in the world. So <laughs> thanks, thanks for letting me relive that, Jared. Yes. <laughs> DVDs, I can't get from Netflix anymore. Top top priority in my life so that's what, I'm <laughs> what about what about a uh, best buy not not gonna be, ha- be holding a uh, physical media anymore is that on your list well go collect your physical media well, only that's, that's, so far, it's only that's best 2024 buy. and that's 2024, yeah, that's 2024. Hey, come on robbie was that a, was that announced in 2024 or announced in 2023 well and did you hear I'm about ps4 cutting 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 okay. taking off taking off like 1300 like <clears throat> different video games that even if you bought it you won't get a refund for they're just taking it off are, you still that? have a PS4, so like none well, of us heard about that because we all have PS4. PlayStation Network. So go get your physical media, everybody. Eventually, I'll be gone. As I sit here with my right, digital no PS5. And when I right, do buy my PS5, same. <laughs> it's kind of gross. All right, uh, Robbie. <laughs> since you oh, already suggested something, what's your Bob okay. Kane's twenty twenty? Uh, I don't have a specific list i i guess i just i just threw a bunch of things on here i didn't i actually didn't have that many uh but number number one not in any specific order is mark's ps4 uh <laughs> mark get a ps5 um it's 2024 if you and... do five i'll put in a hundred bucks you got me the ps5 you could sell you could sell one of your lord of the rings collector booster boxes and go oh get a ps5 my gosh. they're unsealed just... I'm, I'm just not I'm just saying. one of those. Those will be like ten grand in like three years. What a guy! The most just nerdy, unhinged conversation I've ever. Heard. They're Love unsealed. <laughs> he wants... I get it. No, I want Mark, them. I do you don't them. need to get up. We're good. We believe no, you. you. <laughs> we believe you, buddy. Sell both of these. Yeah, so go get you can just you can donate them to the to the drip. Yeah, to the drip. Okay. To the drip. To the drip. Um. All right. Continuing. Oh, okay. We gotta. Okay. Whatever. Um. Pretty much everything DC did this year, besides the good news. Amen. Um, so all the movies that DC did this year, so Aquaman, uh, didn't see it, but it's probably bad. Uh, Shazam <laughs> wasn't very it. good. Didn't even see it. I'll wait for it on HBO Max. 
<laughs> um, the Flash was about as mid as you can get. Uh, just wasted an opportunity to have our boy Michael Keaton in, in the Batman suit again. So, yeah, uh, screw those. Wasn't happy about that. Um, R.I.P. to Jonathan Major's career. Did it, no one else in entertainment had a higher peak and then a sharper drop-off than Jonathan Majors this year? Sure. Guy started the year with, with Kang, or with Ant-Man and the Wasp, which, shocker, that didn't make it onto anyone's top six list. Um, and Quantumania, whatever. It, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania, whatever. Um, and, and Creed three, which was also very good, and then just dropped off the face of the earth because of not doing good things. What's that? I think he had a war movie too. Oh, anyway, that doesn't matter. But yeah, he did. It was that. Uh, wasn't that the 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 Red Tails? The was it Red Tails? Yeah. He also yeah, had, had another war movie two years ago. That was him as a pilot. Like he had a western as well. Or something. He had a western about this year. I mean, he's an amazing actor. But yeah, he, he's like uh, he's gonna be not in anything for. No, he's he's done forever yeah. probably. Unless unless other stuff comes out that's like oh okay, but you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Fast X. They just keep making Fast and the Furious movies. You watch your mouth. <laughs> you watch your mouth. I want them, I want them you to watch stop. your mouth, Robbie. You watch I want them mouth. to stop really bad. Let's that doesn't go. need a Bob Kane. Fast X Let's doesn't need a Bob Kane. Go. The cliffhanger was great. Fast X is terrible. What's going to uh, happen? Is Vin Diesel going to die? He Vin could Diesel, die, Robbie. He Vin might Diesel, not be in the 11th one. The dude picked up a door frame and used it as a Captain America shield. Oh, Robbie, There's, we don't know that he's you know, alive. The eleventh, The 11th movie, who knows? Okay, look at me. Look at me. I hope he's dead. Is he in the astral plane? (laughs) (laughs) Who's dead? We don't know. We don't know what happened to him, Robbie. We need to find out. Truthfully, I feel like you can't get more over the top than if they're like, yeah, he's in the astral plane now. Yeah. And now Paul Walker's back. Yeah. Family. Yeah, Fast X, they just keep making those movies. That makes me sad every time a new one comes out. Um, Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon is a Zack Snyder film that aired on Netflix, and they put a lot of money into, and it was about as mid as you could imagine. Um, I think the best explanation is the one I gave Jared the other day. It's like the laziest D and D campaign, um, with a Star Wars skin. It's it's it has so much promise, and you're so excited when it starts, and then it just it's just not good. Um, and then it's, it's not even, it's a part one. So we had to wait for another part to even like finish the story. It's just mid and it makes me sad. So, uh, rebel moon, uh, that's on my list. Let's see. <clears throat> I think I only have one more thing. Oh yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill leaving the Witcher. Uh, the Witcher not being on any of my list was really, really sad. The season wasn't terrible, but you can definitely tell it was mailed in. Um, Henry Cavill wasn't given as much, uh, fun to go with. Or fun to work with. So, uh, Henry Cavill's last season as The Witcher, which Witcher is one of my all-time favorite things as well, uh, makes me really bummed. So that's my list. Yeah, you're right, Jared. I'm glad we went with these now because all these things are just bumming me out now that now that we're going through them. <sighs> Moving on. I told you. All right, Jared, you're up. What do you got? Okay, number six, and thank goodness since I wrote this list, this has changed, but Waiting for Shadow of the Erdtree, which, if you guys don't know, is the Elden Ring DLC. They teased us for so long about this coming, 
and they're like, we'll know by Feb, like you'll know before the holiday season. Then they push it back. Then they're like, you'll know by this, you'll know by this. Um, we are eventually getting it in June of this year, but it should not have taken this long to hear news about it. Um, number five, and this is one that I doubt would be on anyone else's list, but in the Marvel comics, and this is not nothing new, but they killed a character. Happens all the time. But they killed specifically Miss Marvel so that they could bring her back as a mutant, which Brutal. makes no sense to me. Brutal. And I think they're, they are so afraid of having her be dissimilar from her MCU counterpart, um, which that TV show was a train wreck. Why is that the template? Like, she was so amazing in the comics. Um, that whole thing was a hot mess. Number four is everything to do with Ezra Miller and The Flash. How did this movie still get made? How did uh, Batwoman get canned? How, like, nothing about The Flash makes sense to me. Like, this dude is an absolute menace to society. And they're like, you know what? He deserves his time in the sun. Makes no sense. Uh, number three is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, which ties into number two, which is, you guys have talked about it, Jonathan Majors, absolutely a abysmal behavior as a human being tanking his career at its height um i don't know what this dude was thinking that he just decided to uh be a garbage human being trash his relationship and jeopardize his future in hollywood makes no sense to me uh and number one i got i gotta interject really quick because i yes. just saw this with ezra miller and jonathan majors how does ezra miller still get to do movies and do what Bro, he did because he's white but For like com but then compared i I was getting there, but like, compared to what Jonathan Majors did, not saying either one's justified, yeah, and yeah. doing what Ezra Miller did, and Jonathan Majors is just getting swiped under right. the, you know, away. Ezra, Ezra Miller groomed and like people, dudes like kidnapping kidnapped kids a woman. and like yeah. going off his rocker, <laughs> and and he's still uh, sorry, stuff. sorry, that just, but that, that's yeah. just wild. Right, you're like, you're hundred percent right. Such and I, I'll, I'll go, I'll go a step further too with it. I think I have a different angle and approach on that. Is I think Jonathan Majors' situation was handled so swiftly because yes. they watched how Ezra Miller's situation was handled. So that's my only like rebuttal to that, Mark. I, I understand the argument you're making, but I think that's good. I think Marvel was like, we are not even going to begin to open that can of worms because it did hurt the flash. Ezra Miller was in a Marvel role that he would have been canned immediately. As opposed to I don't know WB I don't know and DC in the hot mess that they were in at the time and rebooting everything like I, don't I know. still think I think it, I, I, I almost I think it was partially because they were already like two hundred million dollars invested into this right right like yeah, if if, if Jonathan Majors had another movie coming out like like already like filmed films. another movie coming out yeah, yeah like or, there's or no way they're to... There's or no they way they're canning him. Avengers right there. movie King Dynasty. I, I... But but that's not John. That's not Majors and Dynasty. Like they can they can they they haven't filmed it yet. If they would have filmed it already, I guarantee that he would not have been fired. I think how do you do that? The, the, my only pushback on that yeah. is the Quantum Mania uh, post credit scene. If Marvel doesn't do that, you're absolutely right. It's easier to get rid of him. But it's Marvel easy. essentially it's established. They've already done it. They've done it before. Is, every king is majors. And they can rewrite it, but like yeah. I don't know. I I think they both were correlated more than we give them credit for. I think Marvel was kind of fighting the sins of DC there a little bit. I I think I think you're onto something because if you look at James Gunn and how 
unjustifiably they jumped down his throat right away. Oh yeah, and did like take swift and decisive. Oh yeah, right. oh yeah. I I think you're onto something actually, Max, for sure. Uh, my number one, Bob Kane is just war, just everything that's going on. Like, to, as Mark said, just broadly gesture to the world at large war. right now. <laughs> Over, uh, over yeah. there, war is bad. Yeah, all, all that stuff. All that stuff. <laughs> uh, See, we can't. This is why we can't know this. <laughs> this is why you're you're totally right. All right, uh, who we got left? Max. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna preface this. I'm not gonna say war. I think that's just kind of universally understood. I'm glad other people have it on their list, but I war is. I went pretty much. Wait, you're endorsing war, Max? Max? Wow. I'm not Are you war, okay but I am endorsing with Mark war? getting Max? a PS5 with Robbie. This guy's okay that. with war. This guy right up there <laughs> this guy's on my a screen. Pro war guy. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, I think across. I'll go quickly. Cross the Spider is not getting best film nomination. I think that's a travesty. I said it earlier. It's on my list. I think for the quantity of work those artists did, they deserved a nod. They don't have to win it. I get why they're not winning it. But give them a nomination. Let them be nominated. They're better than majority of the films that are being showcased on that list anyway. Um, DC's downfall. Robbie went into this uh, in detail. Uh, the only thing I would maybe add on to what Robbie would say on this is I've, I've held a firm belief that DC has the capabilities of being better than Marvel. Yeah. Um, while I'm excited for, for James Gunn, I just don't know. I just don't know, and I, I have a hard time trusting DC. But you also don't know what you don't know. I don't know what I don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Kelly just texted me. The DC producers also kept Amber Heard in the movies, and she's a shitty person. <laughs> but <laughs> also, yeah. again, filmed before. Right. I just maybe. Yeah. Well, um, I've heard that her role is so small in. Aquaman two that they but I haven't seen the movie so like I I can't. I love that none of us watch this enough to like. Do you realize? Do you realize that movie? That movie was I believe I don't know if this is one percent correct. I'd have to check my source, but it was one of the it was I believe it was least top top three highest grossing comic book movies of the year. Like it made almost half a million dollars. Yeah, people in or half a half a half a billion dollars. Is weird like that though because like Venom made like eight hundred million globally. Yeah. Overseas, they love those movies. Yeah. I don't know for some reason. Yeah, it made four hundred and thirty-three million dollars. That's bonkers. That's so double. It's you know, it made more than the Marvels. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna. I, we've said it a couple times, but I wanna draw special attention to Ant Man: Quantum Mania. Uh, Peyton Reed, I will never forgive you for this movie. Um, I'm, I'm devastated. This movie was supposed to be the turning point. Um, Jonathan Majors, he's my number two. I'll just combine them. Uh, I, I think if Marvel fails, Jonathan Majors deserves a whole chapter in the book of why Marvel fails. Um, I think he is so important to this whole thing. I can't fathom. Like, it's what makes Loki so special is this whole situation. They did not have to do the post credit scene the way they did, and they did. And I just, at the time, I was like, whoa, this is going to be crazy. And now I'm just like, what a dumb Dumb move by Marvel. What a just stupid decision. Um, Secret Invasion was awful. Secret Invasion, what on earth? Like, Secret Invasion. Um, it started so strong, though. I loved see, the no, beginning of Secret no, Invasion. I, I, I don't you know. didn't like the beginning of it? I, I forgot I that was even a show. Was. We thought <laughs> it was. Zane didn't even watch it. Was, I, so. I, I, thought, I loved the idea of it, man. I, I watched did. it. I completely just flipped it out of my mind. I was like, yeah. it's so bad. Here's like, here's I, kind of what here's why I think Robbie in hindsight now 
I don't think the beginning was strong. This was Maria Hill's opportunity to finally get moments, to finally get her moment. Like, she's been so pushed to the back, and she's such an important character in, in the comics. And for her just to be essentially killed right out the gate, while gutsy as it was, in hindsight, was just a terrible decision by Marvel. And I, I really... Secret Invasion is such a flop. Such a flop. And then to watch Marvels and to see Nick Fury go from that tone to the tone he is in Marvels, as much as I love Marvels, he's the weakest part of the movie by far. And yeah. uh, Secret Invasion should have been so much better. That final ep- that final episode is is trash, just trash. Um, what tough, do you mean we have one. now the we now have the strongest character in the MCU? It's unacceptable. <laughs> it was an unacceptable decision, and it's ridiculous. Um, finally, is Ted Lasso. Um, I I firmly disagree with every take that's been said positively about Ted Lasso. I think the final season is abysmal. I do think the final couple episodes were stronger than the previous rest of the season, but um, they had to nail it, and they didn't. And um, yeah, I think they I think they made some really really weird choices uh, that were unjustified and just I don't understand. Um, Ted Lasso is brutal. I will always remember only season one and season two. I will I will always intentionally omit season three from my brain. I don't think it's that bad. That's fine. This is my list, Robbie. You got to talk I, I, about. I don't, I don't agree with your you list. You talked about Fast X, and, <laughs> and I'm you threw up really Nolan. Bad, uh, you talked about a good project. I'm going to talk about a. And bad you're attacking project. Ted Lasso. Robbie's Fast right, X is Max's Ted Lasso season three. My, my magnum opus. <laughs> <laughs> well, which one did wow. Christopher Nolan like more? I just would like to know. Somebody should ask him about Ted Lasso season. Gosh, three. if Christopher Nolan says Ted Lasso season three is bad, that's ugh. Could you imagine? <laughs> It's Jover for Robbie. It's Jover. <laughs> Rip. Oh gosh. All right. Um, who we got left? Me and Zane. I'll go. We'll make Zane be the last one. Before you go, Z- or Isaac or, or Zane, I'm gonna start this giveaway. Go for it. So it's gonna be this wraith from Jink Matt's uh, uh, playmat for any card game you might be playing. Uh, these are awesome, super good quality from Jake Matt. So you make really good stuff. But if you jump in the giveaway, I'm going to put it on the drip stream. Make sure you jump in here, get this thing, uh, and I'll be sending it out shortly. Yeah. So that's, I, don't, I don't have much more plug to, Free stuff, to give you guys. Free stuff. Link in, link in uh, the chat. So, link in the bio. Link in bio. Link in the bio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't even think I have six full things here um wb in general um especially with the batwoman and wily coyote roadrunner situations oh dude that one is dragged more into 2024 but like they're just trashing these movies for tax exemptions dude isaac that is such a good that, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up like because I forgot about that. He's going to see Batwoman like it may, may never see the light of day. Hopefully it does get leaked sometime on the internet somewhere so we can like watch it and decide for ourselves if it was worth it. Like they spent $75 million making Batwoman and then they're just going to trash it for a tax write-off. Like that just is, that is bonkers and unacceptable to me. And <laughs> Zaslav that guy yeah. David Zaslov 
Yeah, David Zaslov is he's running a business and he's not doing it for the consumer, and that's really really disappointing. And actually, he's this doing is it for a, the dollar. Shocker, right? Actually, this is a 2024 thing, but just recently he said that he thinks WB has the best storytelling of any company out there, and it's like. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're not well, letting them see the light of day, so... Does he just say, like, WB or, like, w, like Warner Brothers Discovery? Because, I mean, if it's Warner Brothers Discovery, he's I... got the whole Guy Fieri, like, line of stuff. <laughs> so, like, I get it. That, yeah, right, yeah. That, that makes sense, but I don't, I don't know exactly what he's been saying, but... Uh, so what yeah. I'm hearing from Isaac specifically, and you could quote him on this, is um, eat the rich, Marxism is the way of the future, <laughs> yeah. uh, seize the means of production. Yes, quoted that's, that's what i heard is I that not what you guys heard that, so. that's what i heard he's wearing a shade Guevara shirt right now that's what i, I heard on good authority that he has a ussr flake in his house. good authority <laughs> who'd you hear good that authority. from where's, where's your, your sources um anyway. myself me. Trust me, the man me. hates democracy it's me hi that's I'm not true problem. i spread democracy on a semi-regular basis zane so so there um <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on where was i uh oh yeah wb dumb uh so i've been on this nicholas cage watch right started last year after watching um actually this is like probably end of 2022 that i watched uh unbearable weight of massive talent and i realized i have not watched nearly enough nicholas cage movies so as of right now i've watched over 40 of his movies i think he's credited with like 109 on imdb the worst one that I watched last year, and Robbie, I've talked to this um, many times with Robbie, is Outcast. It's a movie that he stars with mm-hmm. Aiden Christensen. It looks so good on the. It looks so it good. Honestly, doesn't look that bad on the poster, but yep. some of the worst video editing that I've ever seen in a professional professional movie. Like it was hard to watch because of all the cuts and like jarring cinematography. And Hayden Christensen, like, guys, I love him as Anakin Skywalker, but he's just not a good actor. Like, he's just not good. Um, he's terrible in this movie. Have you seen Jumper? Please tell me you've seen Jumper. Seen oh, yeah, I, I love Okay, I love Jumper in high school, man. I love that movie. That movie rocks. He kills it in that movie. That movie's okay, so well, much maybe fun. Maybe he is a good actor, and he just takes the worst roles possible because that movie was the yeah. absolute worst movie that i watched last year and actually one movie nicholas cage movie that i watched this year is worse but that was the last the worst one that i watched last year um Mm, it is actually that's that would be a fun one to watch as the infinity bros to hate watch because it is hilarious nicholas cage has an awful accent in it the whole time that he's just like yelling so you know it's it's a it's a funny one to watch but awful movie so that was my that was one of my bob canes rebel moon was also on there for me robbie i with all of the hype that built this movie up it just did not live up to dude they had like they had like entire end caps at walmart dedicated to rebel moon i know and in part of that was it was Zack snyder like the snyder verse people have all been like oh he's been wronged blah 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 like this is now his thing if that's his thing then like i don't know dude like i don't know if that's what you want to cap your career on you know so right that's the second one the second part comes out in april so 
I don't know if that can make it any better. It was like semi enjoyable as an action sci-fi, but like just very disappointing. And speaking of disappointing, Secret Invasion was maybe the most disappointing project that Marvel has ever put out. Like there's been bad movies and I don't think Secret Invasion is among the worst projects Marvel has ever put out. But disappointing-wise, it probably is the most disappointing because the potential that they had with Skrulls in the MCU was just wasted completely. We had a total fumble from on the yeah total fumble from Captain Marvel. Total fumble, completely fumbled the bag. And man, they had so like Secret Invasion could have been this phase of the MCU. Like that's how big it could have been. But they just completely wasted that show and that and IP. I'll, I'll go, yeah, I'll add on to that too, Isaac. I think they should have done that instead of the whole Kang thing. I think they should have yeah. let the Kang thing marinate a little more. Right. And then all these lower level heroes they're bringing back with like Daredevil, it, it totally matters for those guys. Yeah. Probably absolutely. more than any other hero. Yeah. And I mentioned this when I was on with Jarrett in the last episode. Secret Invasion is a top three comic book storyline of all time. Like, it's it's so good. And the fact that they tried to make this just absolutely pathetic adaptation of that storyline just adds to the disappointment well, of it being the, you know, most disappointing MCU. In all fairness, they didn't kill all the scrolls. The invasion probably just started. No, I, I'm with you, Mark. I yes, think it's still there. I'm just like, right, imagine if they're never coming back to this again. Formed. They're never going to come back to the scrolls. Imagine if Echo ends and the never. final scene, instead of what they did at the end, I won't spoil that because it's still relatively new. But if they end with like one of her, like her, uh, the, 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 oh, forgive me, the, the guy's name, the guy that drove the truck. Um, Biscuit? Yeah, Biscuit was revealed that he's just been a seat, like, He's just kind of a goofball the whole one, but you find out he's like doing intel. That changes kind of a little tone there. And I think every show, if they had done that, Shang-Chi, I think you could have really done this with all these shows. And yeah. yeah. Just a bummer. Whole disappoint, biggest disappointment. Not a surprise at all with Rhodey either. Everybody yeah. called it. Yeah. I brought this up when we talked, it might have been when we talked about Hawkeye, but it would have been great if, and I think that's the only way you make this weird transition from. Uh, Hawkeye to Echo work is if like Kingpin was a scroll, right? Like how else does he survive getting shot in the eye? Ooh, that's good, um, Jared. That's well, we never got that, yeah, right? Instead, he's yeah. just a, a apparently a meta human that can survive getting shot in the eye and only have minor scarring from it. So, well, what a go. joke! He's uh, a big guy. Right. Dude can survive getting shot in the eye, but he can't survive reliving his childhood trauma. <laughs> Bingo! Thank you. Mental illness is no joke, Zane. Yeah, Zane. We're gonna joke about mental illness on the podcast. That's crazy. What did you do to me? What did you do to me? That's just wrong. What did you do to me? I'm gonna leave now. And my biggest one was Jonathan Majors. We've already talked about that, so I don't have to rehash that. It's who? What happened with Jonathan Majors? I forget. I don't know if you heard. But uh, apparently he's not Amber Heard. No, guy. he was part of the Amber Heard thing. Amber Heard. No, no, I yeah, didn't say anything about that. Uh, Zane. Uh, no, Duke, he's okay, I'm actually surprised that no one has put the that uh, that Amber Heard Johnny Depp documentary on any of their list yet. Maybe, or maybe it's on somebody's. Maybe it's really, really good. 
You wanted it to be on. I don't know. Like top. We, we, top we got list? Zane still. Oh, we do have Zane still. Right, Zane, Zane could put it on his here. list. It's it's not on there. No. Uh, my number <laughs> my number one Bob came is uh, Robbie Sauter. Um and that's my list. That's fair. I'm just okay. Yeah. All right. Good list. No, so, over to the, the gems. So, no, so, <laughs> so my word. list. I'll, I can hit these real quick. The Coyote versus Acme, the fact that that just got completely scrapped, no one's going to see. I mean, even for the very least, put it out there. Let people put that on their resume. Put be like, hey, Max. here's the work That's... I put on it. Yeah. Put it on Max. You have a streaming service for it. And, okay, um, so this, sorry, interrupt, but, like, I just heard last week that somebody, a, another, like, company offered them $40 million for it, which... The tax no. exemption they're going to get is thirty million, <laughs> and they still refused it. Like so, now they're literally just—they're not. It's not even about the money anymore. Now they're just no. like—I don't even know well, what the business, cool. business side of this it. is. I don't—I don't understand it. I don't know. Anyways, continues in. Sorry. Yeah, just just dumb. But uh, following that, yeah, Henry Cavill no longer being Geralt, and then even just the fact that he kind of got like I understand James Gunn going another direction, but like he's the best Superman, and the fact that we never even got Man of Steel two or there's I feel like there was so much wasted that Cavill's kind of just kind of been off to the side, and you're just like, no, this is a man who loves these roles, loves these nerdy things, but yet for whatever reason, everyone's just like, ah, we'll go another direction, and big mistake. Okay, Um, but be fair. But to be fair, if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be getting a 40K series. Headed by this is true. I mean, yeah, that's true. We all so, like, know so much about 40K. That's the saving grace. Well, but even still, like, he's was the best too. part of The Witcher. He was he the was. best part of The Witcher, and we're not going to yeah. have that. And so that interest is way down for... And uh, again, it's not to default Liam... Is it Liam Hemsworth? Hemsworth. Whoever they brought in. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah. It could be good, but it, I just don't see it. It won't be the same. Until, right, it won't, it won't be, the, be same. the same. Um, I also have the Titan submersible, the fact that they knew it five days before, and then we're just like, eh, You yeah, did not way, have that on up. your list before Mark I legit, yeah, I legitimately right. have it on the list. Uh, you and Mark are just the have same guy. List. Good for you. Gosh. Well, hey, you know, great minds think alike. They're both thinking men. They're both thinking I also have the fact that E3 is no longer a thing. It is completely shut down. Like, that was a lot of, uh... Like, I get it, where direction of things going, but, like, that was such a huge thing to see what people were going to introduce at E3, and that's no longer a thing. Um, Another big one... Then the final big one I have is the whole drama that happened with the game the day before. I don't know if you guys followed any of this stuff that happened. I heard about that. So it was supposed to be like this survival, like MMO. They had all these promises. It was first announced in like 2021. And basically the game launched and was take completely taken down in the span of a month. Like the joke was like they did the quickest speed run of getting their game completely <laughs> deleted from the internet. Um, but so they basically made all these promises. Game comes out and it's all just like generic stuff you could get on just regular game making software. There was nothing. There was no creative anything put into it. So they basically then just took everyone's pre-orders, gave money, shut down the company, and then started a new company. Like it, It's huh. wild. Just like go That's look wild. up the story of this game. It, it is unbelievable that what, that, what's that happened. Again? The last the day before. The day before. Just go look up the story behind this game, and it is bonkers. And uh, yeah, that's that's my list. 
All right. Robbie, you got anything for us on the drip front? Uh, just to make sure, if you do enter the drip giveaway, you have to be present to win this. Right now, there's only three people uh, that have their participation in on the playmat, but there are 10 or 11 people watching in stream. So make sure if you jump in there and you want this playmat, you have to enter the giveaway. And then in 16 minutes and 45 seconds, you have to be in the drip stream to win it. Just that so everyone has some is very valuable input. He said, <laughs> I can hear Robbie breathing weirdly on that link. So he is that's because he's hearing through this little mic, which is right by my face. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you want to hear Robbie breathe weirdly, go to the drip stream, enter a giveaway. You could win a sweet playmat. Say no more from Jankmats. No also, Jankmats Jank said that Jankmats said that they will send out a fresh new playmat to whoever wins this. They just messaged me that. So. There you that's go. Oh, there we go. And that's good stuff. Jank Mats puts out some really sweet playmats. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So, make sure you guys get in on that giveaway, guys. In the chat and get in on that. Um, we've got one category left, guys. And then that concludes our 2023 Stanley Awards. Um, so, last one. Thank you, Jarrett, for that suggestion. I feel like that really, really lightens up our, our podcast episode here. Um, we're going to end it off with our Infinity Gems, which is the best things about 2023 minus movies and TV shows, which we already ranked. But, hey, games, uh, comics. What else have we had on the show before? We used to have a comic list, like, every year as well. But everything's just thrown into that one. Um, I think we've had life events on there even before. So, you know, what, whatever. Anything that happens. All right, guys. Whatever, um, dog. Let's see. Zane, you were the last one to go, so why don't you be the first one to go with your Infinity Gems of 2023? Alright, so, basically, because I'm the only one who plays enough of the video games, my entire list is video games, so... <laughs> oh, good for you. Good that. for you. It's, it's like you don't Congrats, have Zane, that's kids. that's for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie, this is why you're my Bob Kane. Um, <laughs> Alright. Right. I'm happy um, for you, Zane. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Uh, number six for me was Starfield. Um, it's a fun game to jump into. Like if you like kind of like Fallout and Skyrim in space, that's really what it was. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the time I put into it, and I'll eventually need to circle back to it. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a fun game, and everything you can do in the different worlds and the fun universe to get lost in. Sweet. That's it. That was. We're doing the whole list. You're, you're going down the whole. Oh, list. we're doing the whole. Oh, whole I thought list. we're going yeah, back. Go, okay, 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 okay. Just go. Okay, okay. Oh, so I tried to start. Starfield. First time on the episode, guys. Starfield. Give me <laughs> That's my whole list, guys. Starfield. I'm. <laughs> well, Starfield was good. You guys don't get to play video games. I'm new here. Screw it. <laughs> I'm new here. Okay. Um, so, so from Starfield, then I have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Super fun game. Um, if that ever goes on like PS Plus, that'd be a great one to stand in that we yeah. had from Friday the 13th. Super fun one to get into. Um, number four for me was Atomic Heart. Um, that one didn't pick up as much as maybe other people thought it would, but I had a lot of fun with that one just because kind of a 60s futuristic style uh, first-person shooter. Number three was a game that I heard very few people talking about. Um, it's called Exoprimal, um, and that's basically combines like overwatch with 
um, so exosuits, and you're fighting dinosaurs. So, how, kind of a how cool did I premise. Miss out on this one? That all right. Sounds well, it's all, it's only right now. I believe I think it's only was it on Game Pass? I don't know if it's on PlayStation or not. Um, but super fun. Like it does get repetitive in that it doesn't have a campaign. So the campaign is set through the multiplayer. So like it'll be like you do ten matches of multiplayer, then you'll get a cutscene, and then you do five matches of multiplayer. So it all it it works the campaign into the multiplayer in a really unique way. Um, so I really like that game. And yeah, you're getting mobbed by you know five hundred Velociraptors. So you're just it, it was fun for the amount of Sweet. time until you beat the game. It was super fun. Um, number two for me, Spider Man Two, and just followed everything we had from Spider Man and Miles Morales. Um, just incredibly fun. Like it's, it's what I wanted from Spider-Man two excited to see where that franchise goes. And then, uh, number one for me is Jedi survivor. Um, nice. I, I know I'd, I'd mentioned before that how Spider-Man does it's bad. Like kind of makes you feel like you're Spider-Man Jedi survivor does the closest it gets to feeling like you're a Jedi in a video game. So Jedi survivor for me is the number one. Uh, Infinity Gem, or even just the number one, my favorite game I played in 2023. There you go. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, I actually have a few of those on my list, so I'm going to just go ahead and go next here. Um, I have a few video games, um, and <clears throat> one that you didn't mention, Zane, that I don't even know if you've played or not, but I've uh, got Hogwarts Legacy on here. Um, that was really fun. Finally got around to beating the storyline on that one. And if you guys are um, Harry Potter fans, like that's one that you, you need to play. It's it's really fun. So di- you dive into the like lore of that Harry Potter like universe. And, you know, the, the books are great. The movies are great and everything. But honestly, in and of itself, it's not a hugely deep universe like with the original books and stuff, I'm sure there's, you know, secondary stuff and fan stuff and blah, blah, all that stuff. But like the lore that it adds to that universe is, is really cool. So definitely worth checking out. I thought it was really fun and something that you can get lost in and immersed in. Um, my number, I don't even have six things on here. My number three is my Nicholas cage watch. Like I said before, Watched like forty Nicolas Cage movies last year, some good, some bad, Wild. and a lot in between. A lot of them Wild. are just like, like I think almost twenty <laughs> of them that I watch are probably three out of sixes. Like they're just fine, not not awful watches, but also not something that I want to put another two hours of my life to. So, Isaac, did you were you the one that talked about how? he does all these movies because he went like bankrupt or what, yeah. what was that story? Cause yeah, that, so I always back forget in the early, uh, I think it was late two thousands. He, yeah, he like went bankrupt and basically just started accepting every role that he could to kind of claw his way out of debt. And he was in from like late two thousands to now he's in an average of like five movies per year. Like he is just going nuts on, the acting career lately and some of them are like solid like last year he came out with uh sympathy for the devil was really good dream scenario was his most recent one that one was pretty solid and that a24 and nicholas cage 
is a match made in heaven. Like they, he should do more with them. Best movie I watched last year of Nicolas Cage's was. Let me pull up my letterboxed here of all the ones I've literally have a letterbox of forty plus movies that I've ranked. Nicholas no Cage one else has so. that. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I should look it up. I don't think anyone see if has anybody that. else has one. Um. So I mean, I rewatched a few that I already had watched, but my favorite one that I watched for the first time was Raising Arizona. That was a really fun one. It was a classic. That's a good classic a good one. Cage movie. Um, so that was my that was the favorite one that I didn't rewatch last year, uh, but that that was a fun journey to be on. Still, I decided that I'm just keep plugging away, just gonna watch every single Nicolas Cage movie out there. 109 credits on IMDb, so we'll see how far we get. Um, and then so my long. last two are video games that Zane already mentioned: um, Jedi Survivor, um, fantastic. I still am hoping to platinum that but I haven't gotten there yet. It's a massive game. I was surprised at the scale just because the first one was a relatively easy um, platinum, so I didn't have to work that hard for it. I feel like there's just more planets, more space to cover in this one, but it, like Zane said, you feel like a Jedi. It's, it's a phenomenal Star Wars story, so definitely a must-play for Star Wars fans. And then my number one was obviously Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Oh, man. It was such a good game. I am I still debate in my mind if I like it better than the first one or not. But the fact that Venom was one of the main um, antagonists in this, and Kraven, oh my gosh, it was, it was so stinking good. Like, Spider-Man lore-wise, I loved it. So it's hard to say if it's... I think the first one has a better story, but... I love the second one just as much as, as the first one. So so there you go. Those are my Infinity Gems. Marvel Spider-Man 2, my number one. Um, in backwards order, I think we're at Jarrett. Okay, um, I'm going to start out with... Gosh, there's so many things that happened this year. Um, I'm going to go with Demon Souls, which is not new to me. I mean, it's not new, but it is new to me. Uh, Demon Souls got a remaster. If you don't know, this is... Uh, the series, one of the series that came before Dark Souls, um, it got made by a different studio for this um, and is a PS5 exclusive. It is really fun and in like a really unbalanced way. It's not a well-polished game. And I think that's kind of the fun of like going back to janky releases before we got like modern AAA polished games. And it is like the thing that started the the uh, the Dark Souls, Elden Ring, Bloodborne uh, phenomenon. Uh, number five for me was all of the, the, the exclusively mutant sets that were released for Marvel Champions this year. Huge X-Men fan, um, and Marvel Champions does a fantastic job with their designs. Um, we got Cable this year, which is one of my favorite characters, and he plays phenomenally on the table. Uh, number four is, again, something that's not new this year, but it is new to me. Um, I finally got around to reading the comic book, Do a Powerbomb which I believe is uh, illustrated by a Minnesota local. Is that right, Isaac? I don't know off the top of my head, but I know he was at um, Twin Cities Con when Mark and I went there. So he he did a phenomenal job with this. This is like one of my favorite comic books of all time. Stands alone by itself. Um, and the illustrator from that also went on to do a Wonder Woman series this year that is like post-apocalyptic and is phenomenal. Um, 
Number three is Lego Fortnite. Uh, this one really caught me off guard. And um, nice. Lego Fortnite was a good time. Yeah. That was a good time. Uh, when my PlayStation decides it doesn't want to absolutely eat itself from the inside out, uh, this is a fun one to hop on and just uh, it gives me really like Minecrafty vibes, which I really enjoyed. Um, I'm excited to see what else they do with it because we know Epic never stops with whatever they're doing. Um, number two was a D and D release. It's Keys from the Golden Vault. Um, this is a campaign series that runs through a series of like heists, kind of Mission Impossible style, and uh, the combination of like running Mission Impossible heists and D and D is phenomenal. I've been trying to run this with my students at my school, has not gone well because they're all murder hobos. But um, I thought this was a phenomenal release. Uh, yeah, it's not easy to say like, hey, students, I need you to go steal this thing from this place when their answer isn't like, let's sneak in and, and steal the loot. It's it, nobody can spy on us or catch us in the act if they're all dead. Um, so, yeah, that's been kind of wild. Uh, number one for me, and I, I'm sure this is uh, a big one for a lot of fans of both of these franchises, is uh, some of the universes beyond stuff that we got for Magic, Lord of the Rings in particular was an absolute phenomenal hit this is a series that i that i've not bought a lot of um robbie's obviously showing it off on dripstream right now i was not i'm purposely like keeping myself away from the set because if i start buying it i will not stop buying it so um i don't have a lot of product from this but it is a phenomenal set nice there you go you bought some for me so that's fun yeah that's it. Robbie, that's on your... my screen, you pointed at Max, and uh, I was like, "Oh, I was trying to put it on my screen." <laughs> put it on, on this. <laughs> I don't know where Mark is on your guys' screens. <clears throat> is that it then for your Infinity Gems? That's it. That's my six. Nice, nice work. All right, uh, Rob A. Perfect timing because we have we have three minutes left on the giveaway. So if you haven't gotten in on the giveaway, on that I will throw. The there is only. There is only four people entered right now. Um, I believe you have to follow us on Drip. And then I believe you have, like, I, I know some people don't like this, but I believe you have to put in your, like, billing information because it, it does charge no matter what for the shipping. So that's something I can't really control. That's just what Drip does. Um, you just have to pay for the shipping. There's only four people in right now. You have a couple minutes left. So get your get those in there. Get a lot of people in the stream but not a lot of people in on the giveaway yet. Um, yeah, so let's go. Jared, I'm surprised that you didn't have... You got to meet the command uh, cast. That was pretty cool. I, I should have had that on my list. Bro met, like, some of his heroes and didn't put it on his, didn't put it on his list. Facts. All right. <laughs> All right, uh, because Jared said it and I forgot. Uh, Lego Fortnite. Lego Fortnite is awesome. Um, Barbenheimer. We kind of talked about it. At the front end, but that entire like that like two week experience for Barbenheimer was so much fun. Um, that was the only time in what feels like since Infinity War that every time you went to the movie theater, it was packed. Um, at least at least my movie theater, like it's the only time here in my town where the movie theater was packed every single time i went dude I, or even when i drove by it was always packed. we talked about this on the podcast too because i didn't see it until like a week and a half after it opened and mm -hmm. it was packed you there was people getting turned away because they didn't pre-buy their tickets a week and a half after it opened like that's that's right. wild for a non-marvel or superhero movie these days like that's that's pretty nuts it was, it was huge so yeah the whole time 
the Barbenheimer thing was awesome. And I, like, that's that's what movies are supposed to be. It's like crazy. You have to make good movies to get people to actually go to the movie theater. Wild how that works. Shocker. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then Magicon Minneapolis going there with Jarrett was awesome. Um, only got to go for a day, but that was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, and that kind of sparked this whole getting into magic even more. Like, just seeing that kind of sparked everything else. Uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle is the one shining... It, it's a, it's not a big light, but the one shining light for DC this entire year is Blue Beetle. That movie is actually pretty decent. Um, I hope everyone checked it out. It's on HBO Max. Uh, the giveaway is going to go in 30 seconds. N.W. Fisherman, I don't see your participation thing on there. Sorry, Isaac, you're going to have to probably edit this. 25 seconds left on the giveaway. <clears throat> um, okay. And then uh, Invincible, the first half of Invincible. I didn't put that on the list because it's obviously finishing and it'll probably be a 2024 nominee uh, for best shows. But Invincible, first half was awesome. Everything we expected it to be. And then Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering, which I have on screen right now. Uh, Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering. <laughs> like, if MagicCon reinvigorated my love for magic, uh, this, like, send it to a whole other level because this set was beautiful um, and easily my favorite set of all time. Uh, and Scrappy Graph, perfect timing. Scrappy Graph in the Dripstream has won the giveaway. Scrappy, I am. In connection with Jank Mats, they will send you a new mat, a brand new one of these Lord of the Rings Wraith mats. Congratulations, Scrappy. Appreciate you hanging out uh, and winning that mat. Appreciate you, bud. All right. Any more Infinity Gems? Uh, and then the last one, this is technically 2024, uh, but we got an update here. Uh, let, let's go. Let's go to our source. Um, Mark in the group chat sent this meme, or not a meme, this this informa informative graph, some might say. Vin Diesel has confirmed Fast X Part 2 will be the last Fast and Furious movie. Can't wait. <laughs> Let's go. Big claps. Can't wait. Let's it's going to be big. It's going to be Let's really go. big. Can't wait. It's finally over. <laughs> it's finally over. Oh, I love it. There we go. Here. That's your family so never, happy. Family never dies. You can't. You can't cancel family, Robbie. It's not can't possible. Cancel family. Can't turn you back on family. So glad it's gone. So glad it's done forever. <laughs> Looking forward right. to it. Well, speaking of uh, Fast X Part Two, uh, Max, where are your Infinity Gems from twenty twenty? Um, Barbenheimer, Robbie already said. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Winning, winning, like just dominating the Oscars yeah, was so great. That was fun. Um, I thought they were going to do a little worse than they did, and they just kicked the crap out of everybody, and that was awesome. I loved it. Um, from Season 2 was just so amazing this year. I just loved it, and I just wanted to make sure I gave it one more shout-out. Um, watching Michigan win a championship was wild, and watching my son try to stay up to watch the whole thing and fall asleep was hilarious. Um, across the Spider-Verse, uh, Loki, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, What If, Marvel's... Fantastic Four, Deadpool, and X-Men reveals. Uh, they just like did a great job of... They knew that Madam Web could come out, and they knew that Madam Web was trash, and they just made sure they took care of that problem by saying, don't worry, Fantastic Four, these people, uh, the Bears are killing it right now, and so we're going to go ahead and make sure that you know that the guy from the Bears in it. Uh, the Deadpool trailer is great. Um, Deadpool looks awesome. 
I've always been low on Deadpool, and this is the most excited I've ever been for a Deadpool movie. And X-Men 97 looks absolutely tremendous. Gosh, yeah. I, Marvel's so funny. I do think Marvel is still okay. I do think they're We're okay. We're back, baby. We're back. I th- I'm not willing to say they're back, <laughs> but it's a gem that like I have way more hope at this juncture than I did last year at this time. What, one of my favorite um, memes Do you think is Kevin the... Feige is like waiting for Max to say that? Like Kevin Feige is listening with bated breath going, if Max believes in us, then we've got this. <laughs> we've got yeah, this. yeah. My it's favorite totally Marvel meme, meme no nowadays me. is the one where it's like the, the meme guy where it's like, we're back, and then Marvel's dead. We're back. Marvel's dead. And like each That's project me. goes back and forth. That's literally, <laughs> literally me. Basically Max. Yeah. So no, I'm excited about all that. Um, I think that, and I think for me, the last thing I wrote was just the growth of um, this this network. I know that like you know the streaming stuff maybe not be as big, but I know Robbie's just done a really great job with Magic the Gathering. Um, and explored different avenues with that. Um, I think James Gunn tweeting us was a really cool thing that I I yeah, highlighted. I was us. like, that, that was, was really cool. I forgot that um, happened this year. Yeah, James. Yeah, Gunn. that did. Uh, that was really yeah, that cool. Was. And just really, really looking forward to the future of this network. I know that I've had to take a back seat with more stuff just because of some personal uh, shiftings in, in my job. But I'm um, super proud of what is happening here and just believe in it. And um, yeah, so looking forward to Aww. being more of a, a, a fan from behind from afar. But um, yeah, those are my gems this year. Oh, thanks, Max. Those are some good ones. Good ones. All right. Somehow we're ending the 2023 Stanleys with Mark's Infinity Gems, and I can't wait to see what is on this list. Go ahead, um, Mark. My 2020—it's not going to be shocking, I guess, uh, for uh, Infinity Gems from 2023. Um, here's my order: uh, the Pokemon Obsidian Flames drop. Really fan of those cards and those the packs. And all the content that came with it. Um, comic book series, What If Dark. I got really into that this year. Or in 2023. Um, go to, back to Pokemon. The 151 drop and all the content with that. Just, you know, brought you back. Nostalgia. That was like a nostalgia drop for me. I just, I was like, hell yeah. All in. Uh, Marvel Snap was really big for me this year. I know that dropped at like, I think the end of 22. But like, mm. that is just, that game has, if I could, if any video game I've been playing constantly it's that so uh that's a daily uh my number two um is the creole experience at the mall of america i went there a few weeks ago with our mutual friends uh, uh joey and jenna and then with my beautiful wife kelly and my daughter makey really Dude, fun facts. that's um, experience. awesome mall yeah of america, the creole experience um, is phenomenal they do pronounce you know some the the cool folks call it moa because they you know use the lowercase o of of in their uh, abbreviation for it. Um, and then my number one is Magic the Gathering, the Lord of the Rings stuff. That got me yeah. all in. Number one. So he's all in. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, we've said it many times, but we've basically he's all in. are pivoting to a Magic the Gathering podcast at this point. So here we go. You say that so, like, <laughs> I say that because and I totally also got into Magic more than I ever expected to this year. Because I yeah, you <laughs> bought some packs for once. I still like I, I enjoy playing the game, but I get intimidated because there's so much in the there game. There's so much, just, and there's just more coming. Yeah, it never stops. Fallout's so, coming for us. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm with you there, Mark. Cool, sweet. Thanks, Mark, for. Ending the 2023 Stanley Awards <laughs> recap again here. Our 2023 movie 
Stanley Award goes to across the Spider-Verse uh, by far. And our we have a tie for our TV show of 2023 with Loki and The Last of Us. So some pretty uh, awesome things going on in 2023 but looking forward to 2024 looking forward to our 200th episode it didn't line up for us to do our 200th episode for the stanleys this year so that was i was kind of hoping we could just keep going like on the 50 episode marks every single year but that's okay this will be 190 we got 10 more episodes to go to get hit 200 and that'll be right around honestly that might happen right around our five-year anniversary. So we might have to do another live stream. At That'd that be point. pretty sick, so yeah. That that will be pretty cool. A lot, a lot of fun things to look forward to in the Infinity Bros universe. We would love to connect with you guys. You can join us um, on our Discord, chat with us there, or on all of our socials that are currently streaming right now. Um, I do still have one giveaway to do. So one last chance here. If you want an Infinity Bros baseball cap, all you have to do is Ooh. type in chat what song you would use to serenade Zane, <laughs> Infinity Bros Zane. Um, he would love to be serenaded, I'm sure. So tell me. Yeah, uh, he would. Yeah, tell us. Well, would what we sing it to use. him live for the 200th episode? Ooh. We could just do that now, haven't we all practice? I mean, it depends on what song they suggest, I guess. Hopefully it's in uh, if it's Ice Spice. She's probably a singer, right? Everyone's doing singing. Does she sing? <laughs> Why are we still on this? Really? I don't know because I got attacked for because I got attacked for asking who Ice Spice was. So I'm not letting it go. <laughs> oh gosh! So That's where we're at. Uh, if you want to get on, in on that, make sure you type that in chat. Yeah, I mean, if you want to connect with us, please join us on, on socials, on Discord. You can check out theinfinitybros.com for uh, all of our links. You can listen to our podcast episodes there. Uh, you can check out the Daily Snap for occasional um, article drops. And now you can check out Robbie live on Drip selling magic packs quite often. Whipped oh. whip. Uh, I, I, for sure, two times a week. Uh, but that'll probably ramp up uh, come summertime. But for sure, Mondays and either Wednesdays or Thursdays. Beautiful. You get to see Robbie's beautiful face all over. Or just my hands. And yeah, I mean, we're we're doing this restream thing. Drip also has a restream type capability, so we'll be on live on socials quite often. Um, in the, yeah, in the we're gonna get the Twitch months. thing going for yeah, sure. Man. It's gonna be it's gonna be some good stuff. So. Make sure you stay tuned, and once again, thank you all so much for supporting us. Uh, patrons, thank you so much for being uh, such a great support for us as well. If you want patron-exclusive content, you can also uh, check out our patron link. Uh, that'll be in the show notes as well, but you can go to theinfinitybros.com for that link as well, where you can get exclusive access to unedited episodes of the Infinity Bros podcast. Um, Scott Higa's favorite thing is to listen to unedited episodes of the Infinity Bros podcast. So <laughs> make sure you guys uh, check that out for, and like I said, I mean, I've got some other stuff that I, I've left on red, like the off topic gamers old episodes. Maybe I'll dig through some of those and, and get those going on the Patreon as well. So lots of content coming at you from the Infinity Bros. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, it has been a blast. Love you guys 3000.
Bye. 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 I gotta pull up the ending here somewhere. There it is. That was the worst buy of all time. Yeah, it didn't really, it didn't flow. Late. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at the Infinity Bros. You can also check out our website at theinfinitybros.com for links, reviews, and sweet merch. Feel free to send listener feedback via social media or email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.